0: We are Brightside Home Theater.
1: home theater nerds welcome to the bright side home theater podcast the home theater podcast that's all about the experiences the sights the sounds the scenes the scenes (laughs) yeah sights the sounds the scenes the last live show of the year the last this is it for the three of us for the till next year officially as we said in the Green Room earlier, you never know what's gonna happen with us. I mean, <laughs> something fantastic might drop. I don't know, uh maybe, and we gotta talk about it. There's always something up in the air, but uh, we're gonna take the next two weeks and try to relax. <laughs> 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 oh, boys, how have we been? It's been a week been good been good, yeah. Been- yeah, yeah, I'm all good. Um a little bit
2: tired after some very very busy week at work and it's yeah. not over yet. Um but um
1: but yeah, no all good, Raring to uh raring to go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh were you guys able to catch my interview there with uh um Patrick Reed Johnson of 52577? Mm. Mm. I, I I've caught no, some of it. I've caught I caught some of it, not, not all of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a lot uh, I, I found my it was, match. It was
3: too long, man. <laughs> Did you I mean we went
1: he went and went and went. There was one part at the end where it's like he just kept talking and he's just like, and I'm loving it. I'm sitting there going, Let's right. go. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, All right. And he he uh he was telling a story at the end. He goes, I got one more if you guys got time. You get somebody like that on and you're like, Wendy, right. you gotta go. Not me. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. uh, I had a list to put together, movies to watch. I didn't didn't have time to listen to that. Well, it's there. It's recorded. (laughs) Uh, It's over on AV Nirvana, so check it out. Um, Highly recommended. Uh, Have you seen the movie, John? I did. What'd you think? think? I the movie.
3: Um, yeah, it was a movie. Um, (laughs) I I wasn't going to say, I I really wasn't going to say, because I know we had him (laughs) on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to become a listener or not. But I, I didn't really love it, to be honest with you. I really? thought it was a little too disjointed. And um, I mean, I know what he was going for, obviously, but I thought it was, yeah, eh, not
1: not great. That's all right. I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely I know loved, you did. It. Yeah. loved it. Loved um, it. And I've, when you listen to him talk, you might get a different perspective. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but he, it's a story. I mean, it's literally yeah. his story and, you know, it's, it was amazing to talk to him about it too. Um, great guy. And like I said, in the recording, like just pull the pin and stand back. Cause he's going to explode with information. <laughs> just right. wants to talk. <laughs> um, didn't, didn't he say it was going to be an hour? And he just, no, <laughs> the no, the show? no, no, <laughs> we had, um, we had some conversations beforehand, the weeks leading up to it. And it was, um, uh, Travis had asked like, what kind of time frame do we have? And then Todd had said, let's keep this to like an hour, hour and a half. And right. then and then Patrick said, he goes, Well, I I could go two hours, three hours if you guys want.
3: What's yeah. his movie and his story, right? So yeah, if he can't right, talk yeah, about yeah, it all day, right. there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but know? there
1: I mean so. it, it's it's his movie, his story, what he's at, what he's been doing since and there's a there's a lot of good stuff in that interview that that I just had a blast. I bought I bought four more copies of it. I'm giving them away at Christmas to my family. Um I just think from I mean, is it the, it's a, it, it clearly it's a, you know, a lower budget film. Well, of uh, course that, but, yeah, but that's not, that didn't bother me because yeah, that's. But I just, you know. the, the artist in me was just like, you know, I'm not a filmmaker by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> uh, right. never have been, never wanted to be. Now I know that's not mm. something I wanted. But it's that creative process and watching them. And there were a lot of things in that movie that I did as a kid with models and stuff with, you know, the forced perspective and stuff where you like, I put a Mustang in my driveway, you know, just by mounting it and like getting, laying down on the ground and trying to get the picture okay. and stuff and all that silly stuff. Put a, um, I put a Huey helicopter in the circle in this cul-de-sac in my, right. in my street. Like, look at this, the Huey landed today. My parents <laughs> like, Yeah. I was probably like 12 <laughs> and I like hand painted the Huey helicopter and be like, right. yeah, that looks, I mean, the perspective looked right. The paint job, not so much. <laughs> 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 Stickers are still like dangling off the side. Looked realistic to me. Um, but yeah, it was just, it, it was just for me, for a guy sitting down here, like a donkey, just even being asked, um, I was just blown away. There's that clip at the end when he joked, I said, I was thanking Travis and Todd for asking me on. I'm like, what am I doing here? But I joked to them. I go, hey, I said I wasn't coming unless Patrick was going to be here. And then Patrick said right back, and he goes, and I said I wasn't coming unless DJ was going to be here. And I was like, clip that! <laughs> clip that! <laughs> and I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I played that for my wife right away. Look at Look at it! <laughs> so... Um, what else did we have happen this week? Oh, my Brent Butterworth. Anybody hear that one? That one just dropped today as we're recording. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm halfway through or so. I'm making my way
3: through that one. Yeah.
1: That was Brent and I were supposed to sit down. We'd, as I say in the podcast, we'd been talking pretty much all year and we had settled on, uh, first blood. And if you hear that entire podcast, it's like five minutes of first blood. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because we just he just kept going on audio file stuff and i had so much fun with that and uh i have since i was going to put it in tweak of the week but i'll just i'm going to leave that all up to you john you got a pretty big tweak this week um but i have since gotten the uh the svs uh prime what is it the base uh audio the base unit and uh-huh. i've been listening to the speakers i'll probably be doing a video on it sometime soon but uh the listening to the speakers that Ara made me and stuff instead of my soundbar, I had a, um, a sono sound beam and now I'm using Ara speakers and they do, they sound Jen was like, it sounds so much fuller. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like but they yeah, sound <laughs> incredible coming uh, from the soundbar <laughs> coming from that little soundbar that I, and to be fair, I had rear channels on that too. I had it set up that I had the sound, be, sound beam and then two, um, ones in the back and um and now that's all gone and i actually i like this a lot better and it's uh it sounds nice and i i don't even what i found interesting it was like a couple of days with it and i don't have to have like nighttime mode on or anything to be able to or um i don't know if you know on sonos they have the um they have a a a dialogue enhancement mode I didn't, there's none of that. I don't have to do it. It just sounds good. I can hear everything. I can understand everything tri- flipping the channel. So sounds good. A lot of fun. Awesome. Having fun with that one. Uh, let's see what else, anything, any other housekeeping before we get to anything? Um, all right, let's get to, uh, let's put the, we have huge, huge before we get to, if we get to all of our listener experiences, cause Steve's got a boogie today. So he's got a hard out, Um, but before we get to that, we are going to be doing our must have top 10 first ever bright side home theater must have 4k or discs of 2022. Uh, the three of us compiled our lists and I've. I, I've been storing them in a mayonnaise jar ever since the results. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we'll go over all of that, but that's going to be coming up before listener experiences. And, uh, if you guys want to blast through what we have this week, John, why don't you go first? What you got this week to talk about?
3: Oh, let's see. Well, we're going to talk about the gray. Mm. Um, I'm going to talk about the first three episodes of Willow on Disney plus, uh season 2 of warrior nun from netflix and then a bunch of 4k discs uh edge of tomorrow uncharted the batman and ambulance and then i rounded out with midsummer <laughs> uh, from showtime <laughs> streamed so that's hey. my that's
1: my 2 weeks list actually yeah yeah that's true too uh steve why don't you uh you were gonna rifle off your list and if we get to them we get to them but these are what we got in store
2: yeah um i've got uh wind <laughs> river um on blu-ray um reservoir dogs uh pulp fiction don't know if you've heard of that um angel <laughs> heart uh on uh, 4k disc the text chainsaw massacre the 2022 netflix special again holiday why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, that and your next one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then Emancipation on Apple TV And then, um, the, the GI Joe origins, Snake Eyes, uh, as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing about all of those, all those holiday specials you get going there. <laughs> I'm watching your, I'm watching your list go on as the, you know, during the week and you're hmm. adding to the list. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this guy is in the holiday spirit. <laughs> i like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw your tweets about emancipation too. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing yeah. that one until after the new year. Mm, yeah. I was yeah like, well, quite. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, There's I've got Santa hats in that. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd balance it out with some real holiday, uh, spirit. Uh, yeah, I have the gray <laughs> as well. We're going to have that discussion. Um, uh, then the, uh, the holiday special. It's not really, I thought it was, but lethal weapon two, mm. um, Batman returns. I revisited that one, another holiday one. Uh, This truly is a holiday special. Uh, DreamWorks Rise of the Guardians from 2012. Uh, My wife and I visited with that. Uh, House of the Dragon. where My wife and I are going back through that. She actually never finished the series. Um, I did, but she hasn't. So we're going back through that with the new digital, which comes out next week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, also the Santa Clauses on Disney Plus. Uh, Wife and I are in watching that. So we'll talk more about that as well. Uh, and that's, that's it. That's it. That's, you know, a little, little tiny, small, tiny list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Santa's list is about that long with all the billions of kids he's going to hit. <laughs> um, uh, all right. For this week, for Patreon supporters, uh, our first up, I am going to talk about, thank you to Mark Hater doubled his pledge amount for this month. Uh, that was huge, really huge. That puts us over, uh, if I remember, I don't have it written down, but it puts us over the $150 mark for the month just on Patreon alone. So that's getting us closer to that 200 just with Patreon. So, you know, getting closer to that 50% mark. And then, uh, what do we got next? Uh, John, uh, Ara bought us a $20 box of popcorn. I don't. I think know. Ara's yeah. bought all of our popcorn. No, no, we had a bunch uh, last week. Oh, that's we, uh, right. A we few weeks ago, week. we had a to round out last month. We had a bunch of popcorn come in, uh, put us over the two oh, hundred dollars. That's $200. right, because right. you took a week off. Yep. That's right. Yeah, you took a week exactly. off, and everybody
3: bought us popcorn.
1: I know. I'm like, and Ara <laughs> bought us another box of, of twenty dollar popcorn. That was his first twenty dollar. He was the first one. He was just testing out the system. Uh, the second one he bought was for our home, our, whatchamacallit, our, uh, <clears throat> HT Tours. HT Tours. And then this one here was just out of the blue. And he just said, nope, like you guys, thank you. And I was like, dude, put it in the list. We're going to so. be off
3: for the next two weeks. So I can uh, to be right popcorn there,
0: cha-ching! we get. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then, uh, gonna Steve. going to be swimming in it, Scrooge McDuck yeah. style. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steve, you want to read the, uh. Patreon supporter of the week. Yeah, you may have
2: DJ'd this or Brocked it. Why? <laughs> um, the patron supporter of the week, is it Omar Delgato or Delgado? Yeah, you misspelled it.
1: Uh, yeah, but nobody <laughs> sees that. I just type these out <laughs> oh, <sorry>. as fast <laughs> sorry, as I sorry, can. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's nobody, it out, I though. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah, like, yeah. do you <laughs> know how many We're, uh, we're
2: rolling over on your DJ. <laughs>
1: I know. I was like, boy, you, you know, that went a lot better in
3: rehearsal. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's like you leave because the... I... now Omar knows that you misspelled
2: his name. Yeah, 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 that's that's like, it, I was like, coming for blood.
1: I'm like, I just, I just like grab these things. Oh boy!
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, he's an ex police officer.
1: You never upset a police officer. Uh, no, but no, I'm not the one upsetting him. You are. He never would. <laughs> I, when I say the name, <laughs> I didn't mispronounce it. <laughs> <I> Actually. <didn't... laughs> Does that make me a police informant? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. oops! Oh no. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. but Tweety don't tell Bird. My clients. Tweety Bird over here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Patriot supporter of the week, Omar uh, 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 Delgado. It's
1: getting uncomfortable for, uh, in this chair with that knife in my back. Tough, <laughs> <you know.
2: laughs> uh, oh. So yeah, so Omar's been uh, been a patron supporter. That's my Omar. lawyer.
1: That's my lawyer right yeah. there. Really helping me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. shh, shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> With friends like you guys, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Happy holidays. He's checking all <laughs> He's my spelling in notes he in my shorthand notes. <laughs> 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 oh, I love this park. I love this bench. <laughs> Where's the damn bus? <laughs> the damn. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, all right. <laughs> um, and this week's. Let me go to my notes here. Nick and I. Nick from uh, Svs. We were supposed to record last week. We were supposed to record the week before that. Um, been a little busy. Both of us have on both ends of this. And it's been um, very difficult. But this month's charity, he's sending me the information. The links are in the show notes. Uh, but this month's charity put forth by SVS is uh because they've been such a great supporter of us and helping us support all of our charities. Uh we're doing one we're giving to the Washington Performing Arts Center Arts Organization out of DC. Links will be in the show notes and I'll have more on that. And um we are organizing, we're trying to get our schedules aligned so that the last week of the year we'll wrap up the month talking about that and I'll be talking with Nick and, um, and even potentially Gary as well from SVS, the, you know, president of SVS. So, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Cause I want to get them on here because I've been trying to get them, but they're, or I mean, you see them, they're busy. They got a business to run. Yeah. I don't care about that. I just want to talk to the people. And when I was on with them, I said to Gary afterwards, I go, I want you on my show. Cause Gary's like, you know, you like the way a president should be very presidential. He's very professional. He's this, well, when he comes on my show, we're going to be a little less professional. We're going to have some (laughs) fun.
2: (laughs) There it is, John. Look, we mentioned Omar Delgado and not Delgado. and we've been replaced already. I know it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I know. Didn't take long. I always it got something. I got something in the quick. wings. He, yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah, he's got
3: the, a rotating cast waiting to take our seats. Yeah, it's <laughs> we are expendable. <laughs> Spell that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See? It's not that easy, is a, it? it? It's got a T <laughs> in the end. It's got a T at the end. I know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Uh you can find all of us on Twitter. We are all still on Twitter, happily surfing. John's never really happily surfed Twitter, but we're all on Twitter. And you can find me at or Brightside Home Theater at Brightside HT on Twitter. Uh, You can find John at Arkham Arkham Comics with an X. And you can find Steve at Legal Beagle OK. I won't even tell you how many times I misspell that when I'm typing it out. Um, for some reason, (laughs) when I type legal, I always think legal is L E A G. I don't know why. And, and it never comes Mm. up because you know, when you're on Twitter and you put at, and then the first Mm. letter and it'll start filling it in. I'm like, how is it not seeing Steve? And it's like, (laughs) and then I'm like, oh yeah, there's no A in legal at the L E A. Right. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, every time I see it, I think of Three's Company. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, yep, the legal beagle. It was the regal, the regal beagle. beagle. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that. But um, how did you? Speaking of which, I know you know you're short for time, but the hell with it. Um, yeah. How did you come up with that? You just love it's dogs right. I, and you're a lawyer.
2: You, no, no, no. It's a it's an old sketch, an old TV sketch from a um, a comedy duo here called uh, Hale and Pace, and this goes back to the late 80s probably early 90s and they had a the little sketch that they did with puppets they're like the muppets but they were sort of puppets and during this one sketch and i must have been so young way before i wanted to be a lawyer and they had this one sketch where they had a, a dog come on that had a barrister's wig on and a and a cape and uh, and it was just how john envisions eddie. it yeah there you go I mean, <laughs> was introduced as eddie the legal eagle beagle Legal and, legal. Uh, legal. and I never, for some reason I never forgot it. I don't know why. That's I have awesome. no idea why that stuck. And so, and trying to do legal Eagle Beagle would just take too long on Twitter. So it, so I shortened it to legal Beagle and that, and I've had that for, for ages with it's like Xbox handles and, you know, PlayStation yeah. stuff. It's all legal Beagle. I can't imagine I it's taken my, by a lot of people. Well, <laughs> and yet there is a company, there's a company that, that does pictures of, mm-hmm. of Beagles dressed as barristers and, and they are called legal Beagle. But I I had mine before that, so you know, it's no big deal. But I, but even my car number plate is legal beagle, so it's uh, it's L ninety nine BGL, so it makes legal
1: beagle. Nice, (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you know, it's one of those things. (laughs) How have we? How have I known you this long? And I just learning that now. You would have (laughs) thought that would have been the first thing I asked you when you came on for a takeover Tuesday or something. Like, where did that come from? (laughs)
2: Where did that come from? Well the biggest thing though, the my, you know how particular I am and how I get irritated by small things. Um I what irritates me about the, the Twitter handle is it's all in capitals. Yeah. Now that's just when I started on Twitter. I just I j I didn't know, I didn't think it would work. So I put in at legal beagle okay. Yeah. And and I and now I can't change it. I can't make it lowercase because that's really? someone else's. Yeah, so I've got so it's got to stay as caps,
1: as I understand it. So that, yeah. that irritates me, no end. So is it <laughs> So somebody else has Legal Beagle okay in non-caps, and Lower that's a case. different address. I think
2: so. Yeah, yeah. Because when oh, I tried, it, I didn't that's, know that's that. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's really irritating. I'll have a word with Elon next time I see him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Just just ask for him to you know put put a good word in.
1: He's not busy. <laughs> no, well, clearly. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, and you can reach us all at. Uh, you can reach us all at com. you can just put our first names in there dj john or steve at com, and you can email us directly um and we're getting the emails, so we've got a lot to get to for listener experiences this week a lot of comments on youtube a lot of emails uh we'll get to all of that but um is, is that about everything boys before we get going on mm-hmm. the the show proper i think so all right <laughs> you're laughing at my little fake accent. Just because Bruh. I said you
2: were building a smart
1: home, now you just
2: can't let it go.
1: Nope. Nope. No, wait, to, yeah. I'm going to uh I'm gonna be hanging out with my daughter next week. I think I'm gonna have her teach me. She has a fun accent, so I'm gonna I'm gonna learn from her. And then next time <laughs> I'm on we'll all have the English accent. Oh I oh I can't wait for that.
2: I can't <laughs> I, wait I to hear that. I doubt it'll ever it'll be happen. about as it'll be as, as accurate as my Boston
1: accent. <laughs> right. Which is not <laughs> are you kidding me? It'll be I'll be doing Australian. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> or <laughs> well, I should say, Austrian. No, I'm a New Zealander.
1: <laughs> yeah, Austrian. well, yeah, yeah, dumb and dumb. Yeah, throw yeah. another shrimp on oh, the, the barbie, man. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, the first. First up, we have tweaks of the week, and John has a Lulu. Yeah. I am. am, I'm really excited for this one because I think it's something that I think the listeners are going to like. I like. Um, Yeah. Let's get to it.
3: Yeah. Well, so I added a mini DSP two by four HD to my audio system last week. Um, And as much as I like to be hands on, (laughs) <laughs> with my system as, as much yeah. as possible. I did not want to tackle this process in any way. So I uh, lined up somebody to do uh, a calibration for me, uh, quote-unquote professional, um, and um, we did that this past week. So, um, I mean, I don't know how much you want me to say about it. I mean, it's... I love oh. it. I think it... it well, I mean... Um, it's easier for me if you ask me questions. I guess, okay. like I don't know what you um, want me to
1: say. So, so um, why did you? Well, for, I know the answers to most of these, but why did you? Uh, why did you seek out a mini DSP first of all? What well, was your
3: goal? My goal was to improve the bass response in a room that is not conducive to um, having a home theater or right. bass setup. You mean you a whole? <laughs> it, <like>, right. Basically, <laughs> it's an it's an open it's an open living room. There's no pressurization. It's not really the best room. Um, it's hardwood floors, you know, it's mm. it, it it it's got challenges. So I have always been pretty happy with my bed layer speakers, but I have not been super happy with the bass and right. um what I was getting out of that. And um I've felt for a long time that the mini DSP was something I wanted to try But, again, I did not really want to put the, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but I didn't want to put the work in. Like, I just didn't want to have to spend the hours and hours and hours it takes to learn REW and the trial and error of it. And then, at the end of the day, not knowing if I really have it right or not. Right. Exactly. Um, No, I don't blame you at all. um, I came across a gentleman on Facebook who was – his just his name just kept popping up um you know his name is brandon hill um and you know post after post hey shout out to brandon for doing this calibration on my mini DSP, you know and it it kept popping up so i was like well all right i'm gonna get in touch with with brandon and find out how the process works because this is completely remote um there was nobody in my house but myself and so i was fairly hands-on through the process um you know, taking measurements, setting the mics and doing things like that. Um, but he did all the REW work. Um, so I spoke with him. We, you know, he kind of went through the process with me. And um, this was a couple weeks before Black Friday. And I was like, well, OK, um, you know, it all sounds great. I'm going to keep my eyes open through Black Friday, see if any kind of Cyber Monday or Black Friday deals show up with the, the U-mic and the mini DSP. And, um, I mean, I was going to buy it anyways, but I just wanted to, I mean, if I could get a better price, I wanted to do that. And sure enough on cyber Monday, they had, I think 10% off the package. So I went ahead and bought that and then we got it done. So, um, and, um, yeah, like I said, it's, um, uh, it It, it, again, still not like what you're going to get, right? Like it's, it's still not going to be. The perfect acoustics, <laughs> right? Of uh, uh, of something yeah. you're able to get in your enclosed theater room with, you know, perfect placement and all that stuff. But I have got a response that I didn't think was possible in in really? the room that I have. Yeah, nice. Uh, I've been very very happy with it um, over the last couple of days. You know, I spent a lot of time. I joke that I watched all these movies because of the list, but I was going to watch most of these movies anyways because right. I wanted to test this i wanted to test this thing out yeah um and so it it's and it's more than just rew like the mini dsp is programmed rew is programmed but then he goes back through we rerun odyssey and we recalibrate the main speakers as well you know everything is level matched the crossovers are set based on the readings that are being done through rew Mm -hmm. so uh, it's pretty thorough you know it's it, it took about four hours to do the whole process. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, um, really great experience. So,
1: so you had fun doing um, it though. Like it was a great experience working with what's his name again.
3: His name is Brandon. Brandon. Hill.
1: Um, yep. And
3: like I said, he, um, he works primarily through Facebook. You can, if you're really interested at all, you can send me a message and I can help you get in touch with him. Or you can just go to the mini DSP REW groups on Facebook and search him out. And his yeah. name will be everywhere. Um, again, it, it, if you're familiar with Steve Smith at all, his name, he's a big, um, YouTube guy in the home theater world. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of endorsed Brandon a couple weeks ago as well as being the guy that you want to talk to. So, cool. Um, yeah, uh, as far as rates and things like that, I won't discuss those because that's going to be determined between the customer and him based on the needs. So um, that's something that will have to be worked out, you know, with individuals, but um, I can vouch for the process. I think it was, um, yeah, I had a great time doing it. Um, You know, I'm not going to say I learned a lot because I I really just couldn't sit there and, you know, he's moving graphs, you know, all over the place. And I'm not really following everything that's going on, but I do now know how to level match my speakers you know, nice. and things like that that I really didn't know how to do. Um, so there's, I did learn some things through that, um, how to take some better Odyssey measurements and readings. Uh, yeah. He helped me through that. And um, yeah, uh, and like, great.
1: And like you and I discussed earlier, it's, you know, it's right. Exactly. I mean, I right. think in, I mean, you, you told me like um, what you paid, but right, and what it what it would be because I get I, you know it, prices vary depending on the the, the prices vary that you and then just into.
3: just to be honest I, you know and it's not my business at all but just to be honest like he's blowing up so right. he was not like he was charging a fairly low rate and yeah. you know people were telling him look you should be charging more for this service um, <laughs> so I was kind is. of like the last <laughs> the last guy grandfathered into yeah. his basic price because. I got in just under the wire. Right. But he was telling me even as we were doing it that hey, he's going to a strictly hourly rate now instead of a flat rate. And um, you know, it is a little bit pricier than what I paid. Um but and that's why it'll but vary still because it depends it. on it depends on your particular setup and how long it would take to get it dialed in. So right. um it is an hourly rate, but I would expect minimum three hours. Um up to yeah. four or five hours. Um but yeah, I was very happy with what i paid um and even if i paid the new rate i feel like i would still be pretty happy with it knowing that it took four hours and what he's gonna charge per hour um it it would still it's still fair
1: yeah so oh yeah and and that's the thing it's at the end of the day it's like even his new rate is very comparable to what i've paid for projector calibrations other calibrations and it's, it's not so much. And what I like about this and why I was excited for you to talk about it is like, we have people that, that do this stuff and they, they're experienced, but it's, it's the, it's that foam. You're always afraid that what you didn't right. do it right. Is there a setting I missed? Is there something like that? And if somebody just wanted, now I know I would, it's, do you want to run through this just to see if your system is Right. And that to me, for, for a lot of our listeners and myself, it's like, that's worth it, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, I've already done it. I think my system's running great, but you want to get that, you know, that extra, you know, star and you want to know just for your own peace of mind. It's not like you're going around telling everybody it's your own peace of mind. I know this is right. And to have somebody come in, whether it's remotely or come to your house or whatever, these calibrations are super important to us because. We never know. All we know is like, I I go to the movies and it's better than that. But is it better than this person's? Is it better than that? We're not trying to get better than the next person. We're trying to just better our own experience.
3: I just want to get the best out of my equipment. Um, I, I'm not comparing my setup to, to Steve's or yours or anybody else's because all of our rooms are different and all of our setups are different. And again, I will never be able to get what you guys can get. Right. um just because of the acoustics of the room that I'm in and um my set my particular setup at this time but I'm really happy with the results. Yeah. You know because what it does is you know it really focuses the bass where you want like it focuses the bass to your main listening position where you want it as yep. opposed to like I got bass before. I mean I have huge subs in that room and they shook my whole house but I wasn't feeling it where I wanted to feel it. Right. And now I am. So that alone, to me, too? was worth... And it's very clean, yes. Yeah, um, nice. And then I've got... Um, I, I'm even here... Again, I'm hearing my surrounds better. I'm hearing my Atmos speakers better because now they're level-matched better than Odyssey did on its own. Okay. And, um, you know, the crossovers, again, we all hear, you know, set all the crossovers to 80, set everything to small, do all this and that. Yeah, but yeah. once we started doing the readings, well, we were changing that. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just, well you know set your set your main speakers to 120 and let's run the let's run it let's see how it sounds all right yeah. let's dial them back to 110 so none of my crossovers are set at 80 but
1: right. they're
3: all set for the best readings that I'm going to get out of my room so some of those generic things that we all just do you know you can't know that they're not the best unless right. you have a graph you know something that tells you that they're not so um yep. yeah so I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, it doesn't sound any louder necessarily, you know. I mean, no, it might actually sound quieter, just clearer.
1: Right. Everything is because more his, clear,
3: Because you know, <laughs> he was like, "You're never going to be able to listen at reference again. It's just going to be way too loud." It's like, well, I'm at reference now. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. Um, it, so it didn't necessarily crank up the volume, but it's it's cleaner, and um, like I said, the bass is is much improved. Um first movie I watched was Edge of Tomorrow, you know, and we all know it starts with that. Yeah. You know, incre- incredible bass and um I felt it right up right up my seat. So, uh <laughs> pretty happy
1: with that. <laughs> there's a there's yeah. a phrase. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> That's I got to put that on a t-shirt. Both both right ways. I theater felt <laughs> yeah. it right up my seat.
3: <laughs> both ways. You know, and then the movies that I watched, you know, I watched the Batman, I watched yeah. um you know, Uncharted was, uh, you know, we'll talk about these movies more in depth in a little while. Un- Uncharted didn't do a, a lot for me, but, um, you know, the Batman definitely did. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's not I'm on blank your blank list. I have you to,
2: didn't happen I have to, throw to pull up my list. What was... You didn't throw in Dune, did you? Ambulance was your own. Oh,
3: Ambulance. Ambulance was mm. insane. Isn't it? You know, it yeah. was just insane. I didn't put I didn't put Dune back on because oh. I was running out of running out of time. Yeah. I wanted to get to the Northman again yesterday, <laughs> oh. but it's just so long and I just yeah. didn't have the time. Um but I I definitely want to get that in this week hopefully. Um and then I'll start pulling up some, you know, some more yeah, movies that I've watched already and try to do some comparisons. Yeah. But I wanted to kind of get to some because I had, you know, I, we had a list to fill out as well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I didn't want to watch a bunch of movies that weren't from 2022. So, yeah. well, cool,
1: that's yeah. awesome. Uh, we got some people so, yeah. in the chat saying hi, Mark Hader, uh, who doubled his pledge amount this week. Yeah, uh, Mark Thanks, Hader Mark. saying hi, saying happy holidays. Uh, John Johnny Speakers is in there saying hi. Uh, Mike Schramm, of course. Uh, yeah, so. It's awesome. Hi to everybody in the green room. Thanks yeah, for watching. Hate. Uh, and, uh, let's see what else do we got? Um, I think that's it for tweaks of the week. I have a pretty big one. Uh, I'll tease it out. I have a pretty big okay. one coming up and it's another scheduling snafu. But, uh, Chris Deering and I have been chatting for about a month now. <laughs> he did a, uh, we did a, um, we did a remote, uh, calibration of my Lumigen. A while ago oh okay um and we he's going to be coming on the show it was supposed to be this week but he had a snafu with his car and now he has to drive his wife's car so he has to pick her up. so scheduling went out the window and i don't know if we're going to be able to do it next week we're trying to work that out i don't know if it's going to be feasible but um great guy having a great time talking to him um i can't wait for you guys to, to I mean, he's as enthusiastic as we are, but he does, you know, video calibrations and all that stuff. So uh, a lot of our listeners if know only, who Chris uh, Deering is. So if
2: only DJ he knew someone that could fix a car bumper. I
1: mean, I wonder. Yeah. Who no, it could wasn't be. a bumper. I his, um, I think it was his sunroof. It just exploded on him, oh, which geez. has happened to me. Not a sunroof, but a back window uh, in my truck once. Just literally, it was hot. But, uh, I think he's out in, I don't know if it was hot where he was. I think he's out in uh, Washington state, but, um, but yeah, he just, he, he was great. He, he, it was Sunday. We were supposed to record this week and, uh, I believe it was tomorrow. We were going to, we were all set up to record and we like time hours and all set. And, um, he texted me on Monday and he's like, ah, uh, guess what? <laughs> It's like he's like boom! It just exploded, and I was like, "Hey, no biggie. This is just all for fun, anyway." So, I've heard it all now.
2: I've heard the dog ate my homework. I've heard (laughs) my window exploded. My My sunroof exploded. exploded. My sunroof exploded. So who knew? Who knew? knew?
1: It's right, exactly. So, all right. I imagine you get all the excuses, Steve.
3: Well,
2: well. Uh, it's fair to say there are one or two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. We're from ready to students get to some clients. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs>
1: exactly. All right. We ready to get to some, uh, listener experiences. Cause mm. we have a yes. bunch. Oh. All right. Let's see. I'll start off with, uh, this first one here from our boy, Mark V. And, um, I didn't, uh, This is why I messed up Mark's name. I had to grab this. So here's the message I got from Mark. And it says, hey, Deej, it's Steve, Dan, LOL. Please, please don't forget about that digital 4K born series that I donated with arrows. He goes, I sent you photos in this thread back in July. Unless you wanted them. That's cool, too. Thinking like I just kept them. (laughs) Cause you know, that's me. Uh, <laughs> unless, unless you want them, I've won plenty of movies from you in the show. Thanks again, DJ, the show and HT family just keeps enjoying and growing. Awesome stuff. Can't wait to see what happens in the future. Your friend, Steve, Dan, Steve, Dan. So I'm getting my. cojones, My christmas jewels my ornaments busted left and right uh and (laughs) (laughs) that's how i and when i i just happened to see this after the fact and i was like and you guys see in the notes this is a screen grab of the actual message so you guys can verify i didn't misspell he misspelled his own name mark v spelled (laughs) 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 s-t-e-v-e-d-a-n yeah (laughs) So, I'm just you know not trying to get defensive here with my attorney standing by, but you know <laughs> <laughs> all right, who wants to read the next one? uh
3: I will, I've got it pulled up already um this one comes from w. v. brew on twitter. It says at brightside h t mostly guilty pleasures all six for forty four sixty one shipped. MVB MVD sale. Never watched Roadhouse Two or Double Dragon. And it's a picture of six uh Blu-rays. Yeah. Uh Bright Lights, Big City, Double Dragon, Double Impact, Roadhouse Two, Lion Heart, and Getting Even with Dad. I can't say I've seen a single one of
1: those. Really? Six movies. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've never heard of Getting Even with Dad. I didn't know Roadhouse Two existed. Uh, no. And I haven't seen Double Dragon, but I've heard I've of probably
3: it. Probably seen but Lionheart. The,
1: I, I've probably I, seen oh, the Van yeah. Dam movies, yeah, in the theaters, but. yeah. Double Impact. Do you remember that yeah. one?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like now that I'm looking at it, I've I've probably seen both of the Van Dam movies, but I Van haven't Damme's seen either. Finest
1: of the acting. He played both roles, John. I know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what range? What range? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Good cop, got, bad cop.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, good cop, worst cop. <laughs> right. Um, good actor, worst actor. But I was just um, going to say um, that. <laughs> I um, I now I, when I saw this, I had not, I had no idea Roadhouse Two existed either. Yeah. Um, and I've only relatively recently watched Roadhouse again. I mean, we all love it. Oh my does. god! As, as 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 guilty a pleasure as that film is, we who all hasn't it, wanted to rip out somebody's throat? Throats. <laughs> well, at the moment, my throat, right now, to be honest, my yeah, own, one, my own. Um, yeah. Um, however, yeah, so I, I thought, right, well, let's have a little look at this. So I, I dialed it up on YouTube, and it's available free on YouTube because it's a directed <laughs> DVD movie. Um, And I, I watched, let's see, about 20 minutes of it, I think. One, 20 minutes, I won't get back. Two... I mean, it, it, to call that film a guilty pleasure is an insult to everybody that's guilty. And I've met a few people <laughs> that are guilty over the years. And it, it, it is it's bad. dreadful. Huh? It's awful
3: okay. Well, well save me 20 minutes steve thank you yeah oh don't know oh, now I, i'm don't going all to in yourselves oh are yeah, you yeah. yeah dj will, yeah I mean, he'll bright side the whole thing
2: so. oh yeah yeah he will he will i mean I, I, yeah it, i mean 20 minutes was enough and that was skipping through i didn't watch it i didn't watch the first 20 minutes i just because of course you know how martial arts and films you missed the right. nuances so you know where to
1: go. <laughs> yeah. You the missed nuance. The, plot, the nuance, yeah, Steve. The nuances of Roadhouse think, yeah. too. What is it? Right, it's his quite. brother I, I, or something, right? Or is it his, it's son? his son?
2: It's his son. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, um, I, I read. Does the he say pain first, doesn't like matter what? too? Oh, he does. He does the pain three don't rules. hurt. He does pain the rules don't hurt. about the. He does the three rules of you've got to be nice and you've got to. You oh know, yeah. All this stuff and you get all that. I mean, it's it's every bit as bad as it sounds and not in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I can't wait. Don't do it to yourself. (laughs) I hope that's in my stocking this year.
1: (laughs) Life is too short, guys. Life is too short. Yeah, I know. We got (laughs) movies like Malignant to watch. (laughs) <laughs> hey, 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 wait, 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 hey easy! easy. <laughs> hey, we're all having fun.
2: John's going to say midsummer in a minute. I would say <laughs> or midsummer. Turn, really defensive, yeah, right. I know. Hit him again. You're closer. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which way do i bang. Oh man! But no, um, I, I saw yeah. that. It just it was it. it
1: had, no, dreadful. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean that that that's
2: too too nice a
1: word. well i i i am interested in checking that out i have seen bright lights big city love that back in the day Mm. double impact back in the day lionheart yeah um it's like for me it was like down the left side of the picture i saw them all down the right side i hadn't seen them or two of them i didn't even know existed so Mm -hmm. thanks wv All right. What do we got next? Uh, Steve PT's comment.
2: Yep. So this is a comment on the Top Gun Maverick uh, home theater experience uh, podcast. And this says um, several months from someone called PT. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says several months ago, I saw the movie uh, and presumably Top Gun Um, several months ago. I saw the movie in an IMAX theater at AMC. I loved the movie, but the sound was ear deafening too loud. And today I've bought and watched the 4k disc my 7.2.4 sound system is so much better than IMAX at AMC Theatres in that it's clear and detailed without being ear-deafening, too loud. Hmm. But the 4K disc picture was not tall like IMAX, so the picture was better on an IMAX screen. Um, I've got my own experience of that actually. Um I and I think I think I've said this to you guys before. I saw um Dunkirk. I had to travel to the nearest IMAX theatre to me here is about 45 minutes away. And a place called uh, Cheltenham. You guys would call it Cheltenham. Anyway, Cheltenham. <laughs> Cheltenham. So, <laughs> no, that's probably what dig we'd in. say I'll here. Get the dig. Yeah. Cheltenham?
1: Probably. Yeah. We'd probably say because so, we have places here from you. Yeah. I mean, oh, like yeah. Worc- Worcester. Like Worcester. Yeah. Like yeah, we say, yeah, yeah. we don't say Worcester yeah, yeah. or we have Chatham. We don't say Chatham. It's Chatham. Okay. But you, you know. say Birmingham. It's Birmingham. <laughs> But From that England. we don't have that. That's down in the South. We're talking, this no, is well, New know, England. This is New England. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, hey, what's wrong with the old England? <laughs> well, we got the hell out of there. That's what's wrong with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that, is, that is true.
0: so, uh, so you chased anyway, so, us. So,
2: shh, well, I, you know, and that's the plot of Hamilton. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You'll be back. Wait and see. Um, Right. Anyway, or (laughs) vacations. Yeah. yeah. So we did. uh, So anyway, so I went to Cheltenham, Cheltenham, to to this IMAX theater to see Dunkirk on the day it came out, and I and I thought it's worth the trip. I wouldn't normally travel that kind of distance to see any film really in the cinema, but I did, and I hated it. Absolutely hated it. But nothing to do with the film. It was the sound. Yeah? It was deafening to the point where the, again, forgive me. I mean, anyone listening, I may have said this before on our Takeover Tuesday episode, but the the speakers were rattling in their boxes. It sounded really- as though they were broken. It was that loud. It was ear-piercing, and it was dreadful. And, and you know, I, I mean, how I even sat through the film, I don't know. Um, and, and, again, actually, John, this goes back to what you were talking about earlier, and, and DJ, you as well. Good sound, excellent sound doesn't have to be loud.
1: loud. Mm.
2: Good sound can be good or excellent without being ear-deafening. Um, and, and unfortunately, it's interesting that PT says this, is because I thought it was just this one particular cinema in, in, yeah. in Cheltenham, but clearly that seems to be an issue elsewhere as well. Um, right. And that does no favors to IMAX. You know, you should be enjoying the experience, not, not enduring the experience. Um, (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's it's not a, it's, it's not a sort of endurance contest, is it? You're supposed to be entertained, um, not deafened. Um, So we've said that
1: um, the listeners mm. and I, we've had discussions like that before I had people, Mm. like the emails would come in and it was IMAX was always just it, it, there's, there, there's a disconnect there, but I have like, they just think, or this was what we assumed. It felt like they just thought like loud is good, right? It's like the teenager in his car, just crank all the Mm. speakers. It doesn't matter. There's, you know, you're not looking for clarity or anything like that. And, but to go to, go to a Dolby cinema, that's where you get the proper, the room is calibrated, Mm. like what John just had done, right? Where it's like, okay, it's, it's loud when it needs to be, but it's clean. It's precise. It's Mm that's the advantage controlled uh i have Mm. since learned from the listeners um that there are IMAXs that have that can rival adolby cinema that they Mm. are properly calibrated but they are few and far between the reputation is imax is just you know concert going like really just overwhelmingly loud Mm. but it's you know that larger than life experience and a you know, for picture and apparently they're just hitting you with the sound. Um, but there Mm. are a few places on the planet that have a great IMAX screen and a great, you know, IMAX sound, Mm. great sound. Um, but Mm. that just isn't their reputation apparently. And, and, you know, PT is just more evidence of that.
2: Right. That was the last time I went to an IMAX theater. Yeah. And that was Dunkirk. So what was that?
1: 2017? 2018?
2: Exactly.
1: I Um, honestly, I think that might be the same thing for me. I, it might be the mm. exact same movie. Cause I'm just, it's not worth it. I, I don't, it, mm. I don't care about the big giant tall screen. I, I really don't. I, I want a mm. big theater screen, just like when I go to a movie, but to have a big giant screen, that doesn't impress me. Um, what you can do. That's I'm just seriously though, like a giant tall screen, you're just pulling the projector further away and you're putting a bigger image on the wall. I, that's, that's Mm. not impressive. Impressive to Mm. me is sound design, how you move the sound around the room, how you influence the the viewer emotionally with how that sound is, is being portrayed and, or lack of sound in, as one Mm. of your favorite, you know, genres horror. It's like when it gets quiet, you're like, oh crap, what's going to happen next? But that's, that's all sound manipulation. That's not giant Mm. screen. That's, you know, that's big screen is just bigger, you know, more light, mm. big deal.
2: If that's all, if that's all you want, you can get that at home by just sitting two inches away from your TV. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, if you want to sit that close, <laughs> just, you'll get a really big screen Then it'll feel huge. Yeah. doesn't mean right. it's any good. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I, I, I mean, like you said, and I think you're right to point it out, DJ, again, it's, a, it's, a, it's good that you did. You know, definitely, I'm sure not all IMAX screens are like that. There no. will be good ones out there. But um, but unfortunately, there are those that aren't. And as I yeah. said, it just ruins the film. I I I was I came out of there livid, really angry at the film, which is not Chris Nolan's yeah. fault. And I and to the point where I I you know I remember I think I might have even tweeted something out. This would have been before we were in contact. I may have even tweeted out saying I hated that. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy that at all. And and unfortunately, I aimed that at the film rather than the the the, the presentation. But then watching it again in at home, you know, properly done. It was great, and I really enjoyed it. And again, it just shows that, that, you know, presentation is everything. Um, And you can have really good image and sound without being pummeled over the head with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's my rant over. There we go. (laughs) All right, uh, I'll read these next two because this first one's really quick. WV Brew chiming in at Brightside HT. Hey, it was a good action movie. I had a good time. Talking about Roadhouse (laughs) 2. It's like he already had his comeback. He knew what we'd say. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... he did. He did. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. uh, and Francis Amoko at Boogie236 on Twitter. Thanks Brightside Home Theater for being my top podcast on at Spotify this year. I loved all 8,238 minutes of it. Oh, that's like, oh, like two and a half hours a week. He's been listening <laughs> and I, I'm like, I do two shows at two and a half. So he's actually missing some here. Francis, what's up, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is I mean, awesome. When it carry like
2: this, we're, we're going to have to have little cards where you get a stamp for every thousand minutes <laughs> and you get to 10 and then you, you get, get to a, take free a at the You end. get a free sandwich at the end. You get a free sandwich. You get a week off.
1: <laughs> or as John would do, you get a free Coke.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's
1: what he did to his employees. Get a free Coke if you do this. But yeah, I've had a few people send me <laughs> these things. And what's funny is like Francis did it. Uh, I think Andrew, one of the Andrews did it. Um, he included us, but they wrote like Francis wrote, you guys see the tweet. Thanks. And they wrote out bright side. I wasn't tagged in this. I just happened to be scrolling through Twitter and I was like, Hey, I saw our logo at the bottom there because dot com, And I was like, Oh, Hey, they're talking about, Hey Francis, what's up, buddy? He didn't tag us. And I was right. like, I just happened to see it. Um, but I think Andrew did the same thing. And it's like, people are, I, I guess there's a new thing on Spotify. You can get your minutes Tracking or whatever. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You can do YouTube minutes. as well. You oh can
2: yeah, do it on YouTube. I've seen someone tweet it out one of the the comedians on Twitter that I follow. Yeah, and he's um, you can actually track your minutes viewed and people engaging that's with that's cool. Stuff. So yeah, yeah, you
1: just spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so yeah, thanks Francis. Thanks everybody for listening. I mean, we're it, people like the t- somebody sent uh, maybe that was Andrew too sent his rankings of all his podcasts that he listened to, and we were number one. And then it was like, um, uh, uh, there was somebody else in, I think one of the British, uh, one of the British home theater podcasts, HT guys, AV rant was down that down the last, you know, I mean, Hey, you put out two a week. I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I know why it is. It's not that we're better. It's just that we put out so much content and people listen. The minutes <laughs> well, just that, rack up. <laughs> but they're also listening to the whole show. Right.
3: Like, because that is you really just, cool. you get a listen if somebody listens to the first 30 seconds. Right. But the fact that it if somebody listened for 8,800 minutes means oh. they're actually listening to the whole, you know, they're, they're going to the back for the milk, too. You know, they're, yeah. not, just, they're not just getting this, the sale
1: at the front. So that's actually yeah. really, really that cool. cool. That is cool. That is really cool. Thanks to everybody. But, uh, then tag us. Let us know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe may, more people might be doing it. Just not seeing it. All right. Uh, next one from John. <laughs> John Heff- Heffley? Heffley. I'm,
3: I'm guessing at Heffley John on Heffley. Twitter. Yep. Yep. At Brightside HT at Legal Beagle. Okay. Uh, the discussion of ads before movies is something that drives my <laughs> wife and I crazy. We saw the menu a few weeks ago, and it was over 25 minutes after the showtime, before the film started. Yeah. Someday I will have a nice HT and won't have to worry about that. Um, and then we got a response from our own Steve George. Um, it's one of my biggest bugbears. Ads and trailers before a movie can ruin the experience, especially if you've seen them all lots of times. Yeah. HT is definitely the way to go. Um, yeah, you know, I've actually gotten to the point where I show up at showtime now. Yeah. If the movie's mm-hmm. supposed to start at 3, that's when I get to the theater. And then I go get my popcorn, and I go to the bathroom, and I go in and sit down. And then 25 minutes after the showtime, the movie's right. about
1: to start. Well, know? now with the <laughs> so, seating, you can do well, that.
3: Well, yeah, right. Because you don't have to wait in line like you yeah. used to. Although now I actually get my food delivered to my seat because I'm lazy.
1: But yeah. um and they offer that. <laughs> it's <so. laughs> kind of, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot here because right. it used to be a big deal to get there early. Cause you didn't want to miss the trailers Right. because that was the mm. only place you got to see them. Right. But now with streaming and social media, it's like the trailers are out and you're like, you, you can piece, I, I swear. I put, I piece bullet train together before the movie came out. I'd right. seen well, the and, whole thing and it's- not just trailers anymore. Now
3: it's Nuvi and Maria yeah. Manunos and you know, it's all this yeah. stuff before every movie
1: and it's like, All right, man, I don't need to see all this. But I, I John had gone on in that conversation with Steve and it was like even what really gets me and this was back in the spring when we were hitting, you know, Jurassic World Dominion, Top Gun Maverick, um the, the multiverse of Mad, all these movies came out in like weeks apart. And you will go into the theater and you're seeing, oh my God, like Steve said, the same trailers over and over and be like, when I mean, if I see another trail, I can't wait for avatar, you know, way of the water or whatever. But if I see one more trailer for that, (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to drown. I'm like, it's just crazy. (laughs) But that's the thing. You're so worn out by the time you get to the theater, you don't care about the trailers. And then like John had mentioned in that, in that, uh, tweet exchange. Then right after all the trailers, they hit you with Coke and popcorn commercials. Right. And you're like, seriously, you're about to start the movie. Who's going, oh, I can get a Coke and popcorn. Hang on. Pause the movie. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's like, well, do that at the beginning, not at the very then, end. Cause I'm now that's... you're getting pissed.
3: That's the other part too. Is by the time the movie has started, I've finished my popcorn <laughs> and my drink, right? Like, you gotta get more. I have to go get more. I to go get more. <laughs> yeah, and I have to pee again because it's been a half an hour. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's just. But I, yeah, you finished all your snacks, and the movie hasn't even started yet, right? You know? So
2: <laughs> dial out for more food. Exactly. <sighs> The, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, as I said in that that thread, just sort of quickly, but it, but just, I, I, it puts me in such a bad mood that if, if I if I was a director of a film, you know, like uh, like your chap from last week, if I was a director of a film, and I knew that patrons coming to pay good money to see my film were subjected to all this nonsense first, so that by the time they start the film. They're already in a bad mood and already irritated. My film's got to work twice as hard now yeah. to get right. you to engage with the art that I've spent two, three years of my life creating. Or 18, um, you know, it, the case with well, Patrick well, Reed well, Johnson. Well, well, yeah, if it's a passion <laughs> project, it could have been decades, yeah. couldn't it? Decades and decades. And if I thought, well, now my film has to do that, that extra legwork to get that audience member to engage because they're starting off on a point of them being annoyed and again i may just be talking about me here no i'm with you of times that i'm just yeah. just frustratingly long but also having said that guys i think it's only fair to say i mutter under my breath at people coming in just as the film starts so um, you know, if, if it's do <laughs> it I might be me so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> down in front but i've done um, it on purpose it's not
3: because i didn't plan well here, no, yeah
2: <laughs> that's the thing so i so yeah i i mean look again we're we're preaching to the converted aren't we we're singing oh, to yeah. the choir right. the reality here is watch it at home go and get your snacks beforehand and then play the film and you haven't got any of that crap in advance and you can just yeah. or you know you can fast forward skip the trailers and yeah. and you know if although i notice they don't do that very often now even with us discs it's quite rare these days you get trailers beforehand yeah yeah yes. they used to do it a lot all the rage yeah right. yeah it's quite rare now uh, which is good and you know so that's fine and you know just just running it home really? and not have to go through the hell of this stuff oh but yeah. having said that i'm I'm going to see the way of water next week as well uh, oh, yeah. so uh you know go can't on, wait
1: go. <laughs> uh one last comment on john's tweet uh what i really liked and john's not the only one we have quite a few listeners that i've spoken to that don't even have home theaters guys john doesn't have a home theater not a dedicated or even a living room theater if i remember right i think he has like a two-channel system if he's the one i'm thinking of but we have quite a few listeners that are just they want a home theater and like i've said it's it's not about it's it's the man in the box it's not about the box right and it's like Hmm. you go to and you dream because i i was there for years and years and years before i had a a real home theater and then even a living room home theater and then a dedicated, but it's like the hobby isn't about the actual damn building. It's about the fun that we have and like look forward to. And it's like, like I'm in the middle, I have one and I'm in the middle of building one and dreaming about building one. It's like, that's all the fun. Like, just like we talked about John and his DSP It's like, that's the fun. It's like just tooling around and what you could have might have or do have doesn't matter uh but all also right. there's the but that's the value also
2: just quickly in in yeah. in us feeding back about the movies we're watching yeah. because sometimes you can enjoy the film even if it's not you know believe it or not sometimes it's not always the delivery system that <laughs> makes it a great movie DJ. <laughs> that's what i, I don't exactly. know if you would know this it can be
1: yeah, enhanced
3: I do like sometimes I do you can like watch it on forwards. your ipad and I, still I, yeah, enjoy it I Do <laughs> love or it. I do love
1: sometimes floppings. it won't play well on your <laughs> ipad and you just think <laughs> a you, great there movie go, is there crap there we go yeah, well, there it is. There it there is. is. But it's so, so you know, but so
2: this will, when Colin we talk about some of these films and we review them, <laughs> you're yeah, quite, yeah, you new know, name, Lucy, quite. I could give you about 12. Oh, but Lucy's the one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Lucy's, but, you know, Lucy's this, the so, one. So, us talking about the films we've seen, some yeah. of the times they're films people haven't heard of, like Roadhouse 2. Um, and other times they're <laughs> movies that, that you should see. Uh, Right, and so you know, there's value in that as well. So hopefully, the listeners get something out of that too. It's not just the home theater side of it, although
1: you know we love that too, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, Steve. I think you got Blue Wave next.
2: Yep. Yeah. So this one is um, on our uh, the last episode. So the uh, YouTube comment on the uh, Christmas Vacation 4K experience, Um, it says, "Hey guys, great episode. I just subscribed to Apple TV to watch Echo Three and see." am I missing anything by running it on a Roku ultra? No. Yeah. So that's over to you guys. Cause I don't know what that is. Yeah. We Steve replied
1: on that. <laughs> um, it, the only thing a Roku ultra doesn't do that Apple TV does is frame rate. Um, okay. Matching. So, which is like, so if something's playing in, you know, 60 frames per second or 24 or whatever, Apple TV will match all of that. And the Roku ultra doesn't for some reason. Uh, I think that's pretty much unique to Apple TV anyways, but as far as Atmos and Dolby vision and all that, the Roku ultra does all of that. So you're, you're not missing anything really. I don't, you know, I mean, if you're big into frame rates, maybe, but, um, but yeah, so especially on Apple TV, your Echo three C, uh, I'd also add in, um, um, What's the the space one, John? My mind's going blank.
3: Oh, For All Mankind. For All for Mankind. mankind yeah.
1: Add that in there. Fantastic That's, show. Yeah. Fantastic. But also a fantastic home theater movie too. Home theater yeah. experience, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, and I, I, for one, and Jen hates this when we watch shows, I never skip the opening credits on these shows on Apple TV because they are some of the best HDR out there. The, the way they, they run these things in the check out the detail and it's just fun. And it's like, it's so repetitive and it, it, to me, it, that's part of the fun later on. When you hear that again, you're like, Ooh, we're getting back. Cause I go back to, um, daredevil on Netflix. And I, as soon as I hear that, I feel like it's 5 AM and I got to drive my son to school after the show's done because that's what I, (laughs) and I never, ever skipped over those opening credits. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of work. They're very artistic and very well done. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I never, I never skip over them. They're, they great. C is the one for me that, that just, yeah. that oh. it's just Dolby Atmos demo from, from De- minute one. Yeah. Fantastic and and the, um, sequence. yeah. And, but the, the vision of it too, the, the way they draw the things out and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, yep. even, mm-hmm. um, Game of Thrones and, in House of the Dragon recently, where you have the blood running and all that, the depth of that blood, the the red and the highlights and the, oh, it's incredible. It's just, it, it, there's so much to gather there and you get to see it every week and maybe look and find something new that you didn't find. Cause these aren't your normal trailer, you know, pre, uh, credit rolls, right? They're not just like names and it's not the eighties mm. when boom. Like when I watched Lethal Weapon 2. Well, like, it, <laughs> Games of Thrones changed every
3: time a new location yeah. was introduced. Now, House of the Dragon kind of stayed the same for this season because you really only went to it. I yeah. haven't seen it, by the way. I'm not going to spoil it, but they, <laughs> but they pretty dragons. much were only at one place. Like they didn't go. to yeah. there a house? Right. Yeah, there's a house <laughs> and there's dragons. Uh, but whereas, you know, with the Game of Thrones, when, they, when Pentos was introduced, and now all yeah. of a sudden it shows up on the map. And yeah. so it changed. As it went along, and I imagine House of the Dragons will do similar things as it expands mm-hmm. over the seasons. Um, but um, yeah, it's well. They also cool.
2: uh, they also when when areas burnt down because Winterfell when it was when it was burnt down, uh, spoiler right? Alert, you then get the flames and the smoke coming out of Winterfell right. in the next episode as well, which was quite yeah. Cool. So it was pretty so, cool yeah, to so watch those coming. openings.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, although a special oh, yeah. shout
2: out in terms of openings to um, Arcane. I love that opening oh, yeah. Music, that e- yeah, that enemy. Oh,
1: that music was class. I downloaded it straight away. <laughs>
0: <Yep>.
2: Did you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, was yeah. Great. All right. Uh, Mike Schramm commented on Home Theater Experience Christmas Vacation 4K. Uh, Mike Schramm says, The Northman just didn't do it for me either. HD experience was great, but the story made it hard to stay into it. Um, hey, it's not for everybody. Hmm. So, Mike didn't <laughs> but he did say the home theater experience was great. So I, mm. I, I I don't know why and it's I am not the Viking fan like John is, mm. but it I just thought artistically I thought it was I loved what they did with I what is it supposed to be like a dream sequence type thing or supernatural? I I that was a lot of fun to me. I really enjoyed it. Mm. So um yeah. As long
2: as it didn't make you crawl around your home theater barking like a dog naked, (laughs) then it's all good.
1: That (laughs) wasn't, that wasn't the Northman. Uh, (laughs) oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That was Lassie. Yeah. (laughs) Should see what I do for Flipper. Um, (laughs) all right, John, you want to read the next one?
3: Yeah. Next up from love and thunder on, um, YouTube commenting on, um, Christmas vacation, 4k. I uh, loved hearing the meaning behind the logo, great stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that Oh, you weren't on last week. Oh, was that last that week? I was not. That we, was hmm. Christmas week, vacation two ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, we talked about the uh okay. somebody asked about the logo and uh, what the five people mean and all that. So right. I just did a quick little deep dive onto the logo. Um and it's funny Mike um actually he DM me and he's like, he goes, what did you use? Did you use an app to come up with your logo? And I was like, I sent him a screen grab of, um, I, or I sent them the picture. I have the picture back when John and I were coming up with the whole podcast idea and stuff. And I was like, I think I sent it to you way back then on a blue sticky note. And I was like, what do right. you think of this? And I just sketched it out at work on the back, you know, on my workbench on the back of my truck. I'm like, eh, and it's basically what you see, but it was just hand sketched. And then <laughs> he's like, he goes, Oh, you didn't use an app yeah, like, yeah, my brain. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I just did head. it. I was like, I don't know, I did it. And then it's like, but uh, and then he's like, Did you use how did you import it into I was like, I did Photoshop and then I did use like I sent it to to uh Mike the Photoshop ideas I had. But then I did send it to my brother to clean it up and I had basically what you see, but then he picked the right fonts and stuff for the sides and stuff. Cause my brother, that's what he does for a living. He actually works for a company that, um, this huge, huge global company that and he's in part of their art department where they redesign people's logos for fledgling companies and stuff. But we were just a fledgling podcast. Uh, um, at the time, yeah. at the time. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's like art is, my sister, as a matter of fact, how, how deep art runs in my family. My sister runs that entire department for the entire, oh, for the entire globe. Yeah. Nice. So she's, and she hired my brother years before, obviously they've been, my sister's been there almost 30 years. Uh, my oh, brother's wow. been there like 25 years. Um, they're both heads of their department. My, like I said, my sister's a vice president of all of that. Um, and she would hired, when she first got hired, she hired me out. And, uh, one day, one day she was working like one o'clock in the morning and she had some designs she had to get done. She was brand new at the job. And, uh, she, I don't know if she texted me or called, this was back in the nineties. And, uh, she worked in Boston and I was like, I gotta go. I said to my wife and I just drove into Boston and I just showed up at her office. I go, come on, let's get this done we just started working. She's like, she, I can't believe you just showed up, but that's her. And it's, yeah. she just, she'll just keep working. I was like, you need to get home. So we did it together. But, uh, but yeah. So yeah, there is a uh, the, uh, lot of art. That's how the family. Coke
2: ribbon was designed.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> The golden arches. Yeah. We decided to do, you know, we married Santa Claus and Coke that day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the rest, as they say, is history. No. So. <laughs> Uh, all right. What else do we, I'm up next. Well, who wrote Mm red last? Uh, Me? You, I think. think, All right. Uh, G Cornell, G Cornell says, uh, the Conjuring three 2021 release in Atmos. He goes, your honor, my client pleads not guilty by reason of demonic possession. If Top Gun Maverick is your number one pick for best sound in the last few years, might want to hold off on that pick. Let me put it this way. You really need to run this movie in your home theater. I paused the movie to send this email. In the first 10 minutes, I heard sound that is better than anything I've ever experienced in my home theater. If Top Gun Maverick is a 10, then Conjuring 3 is an 11. If you give Top Gun Maverick a steroid injection, you get the Conjuring 3 i've been jolted a few times over the years by the sounds in a movie and what happens in the conjuring 3 such a moment occurs i almost had a heart attack still unnerved as i send this and that is from g cornell and i honestly i that's as close as you're going to get me to getting back into a horror movie right now but he's <laughs> he's almost got me there
3: I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, man. But the downside is I have to watch The Conjuring
1: 3. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which I, I haven't like,
3: watched The
2: Conjuring 1 or 2 yet. I know. So. Am I
1: going to be lost? <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. N- no is the answer because I, I have seen it, and I've got it in 4K, obviously. Um, it, it is really good. I remember really enjoying it. I'm, I don't know if I put it up there with Maverick from, from my recollection. I've only seen it once, but I was impressed with it. It is a decent disc. Uh, but the answer is no. You don't need to see the other two because it's kind of an anthology movie. Oh, They're okay. not continuing. So you've got the 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 uh, Lorraine and who are the other? Oh God, what's the name of the chap? Oh, I've forgotten who it is. But it's a, it, they were real life paranormal investigators, and 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 they they went on a number of different different sort of um, missions, as it were. And okay. So each film is a different one. So, um, oh God, it's doing my head. I can't remember who it was, but they, they, yeah. So it's not, it's good. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's for you guys, to be honest, but um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it to the top of your list, but it's, a, you know, it's,
1: it, it's good. It's certainly better um, than a lot of three threequels as it were. Um, right. so, at yeah. the very um, least, I think I can give it the first 10 minutes. Cause he was the first 10 minutes and he's like blown away by it. So I could at least right. try that at, at mm. the very yeah, yeah, least yeah. for yeah. the home theater experience.
2: Oh, Lorraine Warren. There it is. Warren. Now I remember. Right. Excellent. I War. haven't cheated. Lorraine Warren. It is the Warren's. The Warren's. There it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let me read. Uh, uh, John, why don't you read this one from our buddy Nick over um, from Nick the Nerdy Wetmore? Legion? Yeah.
3: Um, uh, hey, at Brightside HT, any plans to do a top 10 discs we need to stuff our holiday stockings with? Um, response from Brightside HT. Yes, but it will be a year in review type of thing that will come after the holidays.
1: So. We've already changed that plan. (laughs) Well, that's, that's why, that's why I included this in here. I'm like, yeah.
3: So maybe hold on to those gift cards and cash and get yourself something special
1: after you get the socks and ties. (laughs) So, So, uh, yeah, Nick put this out and I was like, you know, and I mean, it literally took me like five minutes and that's when I texted you guys. And I was like, do you want to throw this put something together and, and we did. So we just basically came up and we'll get to that at the end of, uh, listener experiences. Um, but yeah, it's, but Hey, a listener speaks, we listen. So what the right. hell, <laughs> you know? Um, all right. Uh, next one from, uh, PK Humu 2005, Steve. Okay. So this one, uh, it's quite a long response
2: again, this is a response to the, oh, yeah. uh, uh, get a comment on YouTube. Um, to the Christmas Vacation episode last week, and it says, Hi DJ, this is Kiran. Uh, very soon, uh, there's some text speak here, so I'm going to try and infer yeah, what it means. I would. Because um, uh, I'm, I'm not a teenager. So, uh, <laughs> Hi DJ, this is Kiran. Very soon, I would become a Patreon member for your channel and AV rant. Uh, thanks for reading. Well, it says THX. I mean, that, you know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for reading my Twitter comment on the Trinov Atmos viewer and explaining the downside of it. I do agree with your views on how the movie experience is taken away when one is obsessed with the stats. I'm a subjective guy that doesn't mean I don't read the specs of my speakers uh, forward slash sub before buying them, uh, but some are too much into reading the graphs and forget the joy of actual listening experience. One of my friend who has a dedicated theater with just two seats is a hardcore fan of ASR website, and he had two good subs but was so obsessed about seeing the flat curve on REW that he went ahead and got two more subs <laughs> and is finally content with that graph. I told him instead to get two big subs then four small subs, but he wasn't convinced that two subs can achieve that flat line. And frankly, when I heard those four subs, the upgrade from two to four was minimal. Um, excuse for the long comment, but your point on the Trinov just reminded me of the above experience. So uh, yeah, that's PK Hamu 2005.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. From Quran. That was, I love that comment. And that's the epitome of this podcast. Uh, we love, uh, as, as John pointed out with his, you know, room Q wizard and the, the DSP and doing all that stuff. Uh, that's, it's a tool to get the best experience, but let's not forget about the experience. Let's not look at numbers and say, well, this movie isn't very good. It doesn't have the base that I want. Have you turned it on? I've seen that so many times. Um, there was a, a big discussion on Twitter between, uh, somebody that's, he went after Ralph and then Bill jumped in. You saw that one, Steve, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it was like, it, it was all about testing. And he's like, I've done tests and I've done this. It's like, I don't give two craps about your tests. Cause it, it, it doesn't matter if the movie moves you. In the way that it needed to move you. I don't care what your graph says. And like, Mm -hmm. I thought Ralph had a great reply and he goes, I don't use anything until I find an issue. And that's basically what this podcast is. Like John had an issue, so he wanted to address it. He didn't start with the graph and then said, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's if John didn't have an issue in his room and he thought everything was fine, which for quite a while you did. And then you experienced some other things and you're like oh, maybe I can bump this up. How do I do that? It's, they forget that, that that's just the tool to, to, to the end game. It's not the end game. You're not supposed to be reading that thing all the time. It's like, that's just for like, you know, I don't know. It's, I I get aggravated with that crap. It's cause it's, Mm -hmm. you're taking away from the, the art, the, the, the content Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to be enjoying. So. Yeah. (sighs) We... <sighs> okay <laughs> great comment karan get me all fired up because i agree with you 100 yeah. percent uh all right next up uh david sandberg at pony smasher that's not fair to the pony
2: director uh, of yeah. shazam 2
1: yeah so much is about contrast as well uh so he was talking about hdr i agreed with this thread you were you forwarded it to me right steve this thread uh,
2: yeah i think i flagged it up yeah,
1: yeah okay yeah. I'm glad this came up for me to read because I only highlighted this one because um, he said so much is about contrast as well. There's a scene at night with lots of light- lightning strikes that never go above 500 nits, but because they're against black sky, they look really bright. Going higher would be an an- would be annoying to watch. And basically this entire thread I thought was fantastic because he's talking about how people get upset about HDR and it's not doing the nits and it's not doing that. Everything and the reason I highlighted this one is what he said here, and I'm gonna take him to task about the so much is about contrast as well. Um, I read that and while I agree with him in this entire thread, here's where I disagree with that sentence. It's not so much is about contrast, everything is about contrast. <laughs> everything <laughs> without contrast, we have nothing. Nothing. You don't even have a relationship with a person without contrast because it's like if we always agree, what do we talk about? Nothing, right? You don't have black, you don't have night, you don't have day, you don't have white, you don't have black, you don't have contrast is everything. And how your eyes perceive stuff like what he's talking about here, it's like you don't need 10,000 nits on a night sky. You don't need a star with 10,000 nits. Unless, and I think he pointed out in his thread, like if you want something to be focused, like you, you want draw people's attention to something, you might put more nits in something like that. But that's it. But that's everything is about contrast. And that's what makes HDR so great is because you can, it, it, just like Atmos or for sound or object based, I should say for sound, all this stuff is another tool that allows the artist to, I don't know, direct you around the room, around the picture, around the stage, all of that fun stuff. And uh, this, I thought this was a great thread, especially, what did you say he directed? Mm-hmm. I know he was talking about Shazam, Shazam 2. 2. Yeah. He, Shazam that's what he 2. directed.
2: Yeah, he directed it. He's talking about the mastering process. That's what began the thread. Um, yeah. And he's just done an HDR pass. He's done the home video HDR pass. Already, it's not, yeah. You know, The film is still a long time away. Um, And I rather cheekily invited him on the podcast. I haven't heard from him yet. <laughs> no, so not, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no. I mean, but you ever heard. listen? I've you ever listened to the audio commentaries though? Sometimes in the audio commentaries, they'll be saying stuff, and they'll they'll reference like, "Oh yeah, we this hasn't mm. even hit the movies yet, but they're they're watching the home release already." And it it hasn't even been in theaters yet, but they're just doing, they're recording their audio commentary while watching the movie. And it's really cool. It's, it's sad to us. We're sitting there going, damn, you're already talking about this. But yeah. And it's, it's funny. Those two comments from Karan and then from David Sandberg come back to back, but they're about like people put the, put the measurement tools away. Enjoy the Mm. goddamn content, please. You know, and it's, you know, if you have a problem, solve the problem with whatever tools you need, but get back to your content. Mm. Like John did. John solves his problem and couldn't wait to watch all of those movies and more. So as soon as we're done talking, he'll go back to his content. (laughs) All right. Uh, next one, two parts from John Rudd, the email. Yeah, so
3: um, home theater experiences. Hey, guys, here are my experiences this past weekend from the C-Den Cinema. Uh, Number one, The White Lotus, HBO streaming. Uh, I watched the entirety of two seasons over the past two weeks. First of all, this is an incredible show. I believe by far the best show of 2022 and 2021 for season one that I have seen. It looked absolutely spectacular in my theater, Lots of incredible shots of Hawaii and Sicily, oceans, landscapes, mountains, etc. The cinematography throughout the show is breathtaking with fantastic HDR. Even if it wasn't such a compelling show, it will be worth it just for the visuals. The sound is fine, has an excellent musical score throughout. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, I can, I can, uh, attest to season one. I thought it was great. I haven't seen season two yet. Um... Uh, All right, number two, Boogie Nights, Blu-ray. One of my all-time favorite movies, top 10 for me. First time watching on Blu-ray in a proper cinema environment. Looked great overall, though I'm sure would be improved in 4K. Great soundtrack on this movie and a lot of fun watching it on the big screen for the first time in 25 years. Um, Three, 525.77, Blu-ray. Picked this up at DJ's recommendation. I appreciated, but did not love the film. I liked that it was original and certainly creative, but a bit too disjointed for me and definitely too long at 130 minutes. This would be a better film at 100 minutes long. Very hard movie to rate for me, but I guess I'm glad I saw it. Nothing to write home about on the presentation as it was clearly filmed to be extremely low budget and looked like a home movie and was unbelievably grainy, but I guess that is the point of how they filmed it, so I won't call it a negative. Smarter minds than me can break down this film. (laughs) And number four, The Avengers 3D Blu-ray. Not sure I I had ever seen this film, so I wanted to watch it in 3D just for fun. Um, The 3D was decent, soundtrack was great, as usually is in Marvel movies. I was going to rewatch the Marvel movies in order and watch the first phase up until this one, but I'm going to take a pause now. Truthfully, these movies are all pretty similar, and I'm getting bored watching them, <laughs> going back to some more classic and original films. Overall, not a bad weekend. Jonathan.
1: Yeah, I got to imagine going back through the MCU, like one after the other, it would get boring. It would get a little tedious, I when think. You, when, uh, you okay. went, when we went through it originally, it was like two a year almost. Right. And, and you couldn't wait for the next one, but to have like one after the other in a week or so, you'd be like, oh my yeah. God, you start to see that formula. <laughs> You're like, right? like, Oh, wait a minute here. Um, Avengers 3d is probably one of the worst 3d. It's good. It's decent. Like you said, but it's not, I, I think that was filmed regular and then they converted it mm. to 3d yeah. and it's, I I've, I've never been a big fan. I have that 3d Blu-ray. And, uh, I wasn't a fan of the, th- I like the 4k version much better. Um, let's see what, else. oh, I also said, I, I emailed Jonathan back and I told him, uh, about the 52577 interview and he's going to go watch that. Um, I was like, check it out. I go, I think it will change again. Like I said to you, John, I go, it, it there was funny things he said about unbelievably grainy, but that was on purpose. But then there are other parts that aren't so grainy. Um, right. as you go through that movie, cause it has variable aspect ratios. It's shot with different stock film on purpose. Um, right. but yeah, really cool. Um, but yeah, it's not for everybody. It is for me. Uh, John, you uh, want to Martin Anderson cook through these? Martin Anderson. Um, okay. Me. Again. Oh no, I'm sorry, Steve. Yeah, yeah should I do that?
2: Yeah, no worries. So this is um, on the um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, uh, Martin Anderson's YouTube comment. Um, <laughs> brace yourself, DJ. I love um, it. Okay, so Martin Anderson says, love how DJ tries to explain the science of home alone. Suspension of disbelief, a demigod called Adam Shaw. The family <laughs> forgets a kid at home. Good afternoon to that. You guys <laughs> are awesome.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so true. i <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a demigod call Adam. That makes sense to me. Right. I can hmm. suspend my belief for that or disbelief. I'm sorry. Sorry. I always mess that up. And my wife hates it. It's kind of like spelling in Steve. He, it's like, she gets all mad when I say that, but that <laughs> I get, but I just have no tolerance for bad parenting. <laughs> no, they yeah, are dreadful parents. There's no getting away from yeah, them. Exactly. They are terrible parents. Exactly. <laughs> um, And that's a funny thing. It's like, that's all I talked about is the bad parenting. I don't care that the little kid was literally trucking around town. That's, I can suspend my disbelief of the kid going shopping. The kid stringing up those paint buckets to magically hit them in the face perfectly. You know, of course, an eight-year-old can do that math, you know, (laughs) but, but the parents, nah, not cool. Um, (laughs) all right. Next one, subject digital codes and home theater update. Hey, DJ, glad to see you're back at the podcasting after your fall. And congratulations on your daughter's wedding. You're a busy guy. Uh, Yeah. but Thank you, though. Uh, I want to offer you some digital movie codes. I bought a few movies at Best Buy during their Black Friday sale. The movies are. Listen up, everybody. These are all up for grabs right now. If you want them, you get them. Uh, Just let me know. But here they come. Predator, the four movie collection. It's one digital code. I've seen it. You get all four movies. Uh, John Wick, one, two, and three. Uh, Those are all separate. So if you want one, you can grab it. Uh, If you want two, you can grab it. If you want three. Last Night in Soho. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Deepwater Horizon. Patriot Games. The Sum of All Fears. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Edge of Tomorrow. All of those are up for grabs, digital codes. If you want them, let me know, email me, DM me, uh, let me know as soon. And first one in gets it, uh, if you want them, let me know digital codes on my home theater project. I couldn't be happier. It's operational and I love it. I received some additional GIK acoustic panels yesterday that I'm going to mount today. I'm waiting on a couple corner bass traps and one other panel. After that, I'm done for a while to refresh my memory, or your memory. My theater consists of the following: JVC RS1100 projector, Seymour AV 132-inch 16x9 Premier fixed screen glacial white with masking panels, Marantz AV7706. I'm familiar with that. Emotiva XPA-7 Gen 3 amp. Emotiva Bass 4 A4. SVS Prime Towers. SVS Prime Center. SVS Prime Satellites. SVS Prime Elevation for back surrounds. SVS Prime Elevation 4 for overheads. Panasonic UB820 Blu-ray player. NVIDIA Shield Pro 2019. Uh, Harmony Hub and Remote. Ashley Theater Recliners 3 get acoustic panels of varying types. When I get the latest acoustic panels all installed, I plan on making a video in my room and sending it to you. If you and Ara have time, I'll be willing to do an HT Tours with you guys. My go-to demo of my theater that I show people is Top Gun Maverick. It gives me goosebumps every time I play it. I've been watching all types of content, and it's a blast. Thanks for all you do with your podcast. Talk to you later. Mark Hader. Thank you, Mark. Uh, again, Mark doubled his Patreon support and, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love to do an HT tours. Uh, R and I are still booking them. I still have one more to finish for them. They take a little while, uh, but we're streamlining it, but yeah, definitely. I, I replied to Mark right away and I said, uh, well, thank you for one. And two, um, send us the video. I'll share it with you guys and we could talk about it here. Uh, maybe I'll uh, if I can incorporate into the OBS. We'll talk about it here too. Uh, that would be fun. But yeah, great, great theater. I love this theater. So um, and yeah, Top Gun Maverick still gives me goosebumps. And I've seen it. I've seen well, it a couple times. Do it's goose, goosebumps, yeah. goose. Guys, see what you did there. Look at that. <laughs> All right, next <clears throat> one. Uh, for another from Jonathan, John. There can be uh, only one.
3: All right, yeah, there can be only one Um, addressed to Steve. Um, I heard you discussing the upcoming Highlander 4K disc on this week's show. I feel similar to you. I have always liked but never loved this film, and I don't know why as I feel like I should love it. The first time I saw this film was in an auditorium in college around 1992. I can imagine it was a really bad projection system with awful sound, but the audience was really into it. I have seen it several times since then, but never in a good home theater environment, so I am looking forward to the 4K disc and finally watching it properly in the C-Den cinema. Maybe the problem with the film is the female lead, Roxanne Hart? I remember her being very vanilla and not very attractive. Seems like this should have been a different actress. Sharon Stone, Michelle Pfeiffer, someone with more pop and sizzle. Cheers, Jonathan.
2: I'm not going there to say about uh, the actress. Has to <laughs> I be was going
3: to say, so, yeah, maybe I'm we should have left there. that left that uh, <laughs> paragraph off, but
2: um. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, each his I, own. I, I, I will, yeah, I will see it again. I will, I will pick up the 4K disc, but I only want the bog standard, um, you know, straightforward disc. I'm not buying the huge special edition because I think this will be a one and done for this format. Um, so yeah, I'll pick it up. I think it's out here in the new year, the, the, the yeah.
1: single disc edition. I can wait. It's fine. <laughs> is that the one, is that coming in January or is that one of the March releases? Cause we have a bunch coming in March.
3: I think yeah, it's, I'm not, not sure. The least it's already releases. out here.
1: Highlander. Yeah, it's, it's
3: already out here. Cause it's already oh, on yeah, sale. It comes out today. Like 12, it it's already actually, on sale for like 1250 on
1: Amazon. So mm. yeah, I think uh, it either dropped today as we're recording this. Or it dropped last week. But, yeah, you're right, I think John. it was last week. It yeah, is. And, yeah. Yeah,
2: I think so. Um, but it, we've got the, the special edition is out here. It's like 40 pounds, so that's about yeah. $50. And, I'm, you know, I don't need that. Yeah. So uh, I'll wait for the uh, the standalone edition will be in the new year, and I'll, I'll pick it up then. I, I can wait. I, it's fine. <laughs> I had fun with it. Um, but I had fun with everything <laughs> except horror. I, I like the movie. My, yeah. I
3: wasn't on the show last week. I do like the movie, yeah. uh, personally. Mm. Uh, but I haven't picked it up yet, though. Uh, as for twelve fifty. I don't know what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> I guess I need to get it. Twelve twenty-five. Do we hear twelve twenty-five? I guess I'm waiting for nine ninety-nine. <laughs> it's already on 99? sale for twelve
1: fifty, yeah, <laughs> it'll uh, be nine ninety-nine before you know it. So, all right, Steve, you want to bring us home with this last one? Uh, yeah, yeah. So this one
2: is from Basil. Um, so this one says um, it looks to be a, an email. Yeah, sent from him. Yeah. Yeah, so it says, DJ, ended up purchasing the Kaleidoscape Strato C paired with the Compact Terra 22. Love it. Already half full. I also upgraded my projector to the JVC NZ7. NZ7. Uh, Welcome to America. Even without having it professionally calibrated yet, the JVC just released a major firmware update for the NZ series. Projectors (laughs) adding a lot more functionality. Uh um, one question I had, I'm currently running the projector in LD power mid, which provides medium brightness, uh, wondering if this should be an LD power high for max brightness, probably a personal preference, but was interested in your opinion, uh, Basil.
1: Uh, yeah. So I replied to him on an email. I said I would expand in the podcast, um, your projectors power, like your brightness, uh, for the lamps or laser or light source, it really has to do with, uh, your calibration. Um, because depending on your room, how far away the projector is from the screen, there's, there's a lot that goes into how bright you're going to need that, um, that light source to be, uh, you want to have, as bright as you can, but you don't want to be overwhelmingly bright where you're blowing out your, your brights at the end. So like if you've ever seen a grayscale, um, that you should be able to see each block all the way up until the max brightness. Um, and that has to, I mean, that all is going to have to do with, you know, the calibration and when you're setting it up, but I would just, you know, Live with it the way it is right now. Uh, leave it at you know LD power that you or the mid that you have it set at, and um, enjoy it. And then when you're ready to get it calibrated, you'll see whatever improvement there could be or something like that. You know if or how close you were, but it's it's really hard to say what the setting should be at because, like on oh, my my Sony, I have to. It's never the Sony I have the two ninety five isn't considered a bright projector, so I have it on high all the time, and it's yeah I love it it's i have my my grayscale works perfectly I get my brights I get my darks i get everything's fine, but with the calibration that's what I need for h d r um because you want to have as many steps you want to be able to see all those steps in between from the brightest to the darkest um but yeah it's it all of that has to do with the calibration and I mean to you really just can't say one way or the other because every ca- um projector's power is um dependent on so many different things and that's why it's like when I say to people like I, I when John Brock was on here and he wanted to upgrade to the the uh the what the NZ9 and he had the 8 and he's like it's brighter and I'm like I don't think you'll need it. You're not going to, you're, you're going to be paying 10,000 extra dollars for brightness that you don't need. <laughs> it's like, you're never going to utilize it. Cause you're going to be down. You're going to be dialing that down and you even dial your brightness down. That's just your lamp setting. Then once you're in there, you can tool, you know, you can fine tool your brightness from there too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but I would, I recommend the calibration. Just like we said earlier with John, it's like, if for nothing else, you know, it's right. Um, but yeah, enjoy it for a while as it is and then get it calibrated and then you'll, you'll get to see what the difference is. So, all right. Uh, that was that. Let me go quickly, very, very quickly today. Uh, real easy to get to coming soon on Tuesday. Coming Tuesday, December 20th, we have War Games in 4K. Looking forward to that. Uh, the taking of Pelham 123 from 1974. Looking forward to that. Uh, House of the Dragon coming out in uh 4K disc, the uh, House of the Dragon from the HBO series. Really looking forward, to, I already have it, but I'm looking forward to other people seeing it and hearing what they think, because I think it is absolutely fantastic. Um, and tar in 4k from 2022. That's it. That's all we have coming out on Tuesday, the 20th. And I'll do, cause we're not going to be around. I'll run down the 27th as well. Halloween ends. Nobody's fool from 1994. Halloween ends. And, <laughs> uh, <at> the <laughs> Steelbook Cause you know, Round the holidays, you want the Halloween Trilogy as well. This is something Steve wants, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, Terrifier 2 in 4K. I didn't see Terrifier 1, so. <laughs> you don't need to. Neither of you needs to. <laughs> I don't need don't to see any of them. Exactly. Nope. So. Nope. That is it. And that brings us to the first ever Brightside... Home theater must have 4K top 10 from 2022. <sighs> That's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> we'll go backwards. So, how I did this, I'll start at 10. But, how I did this is I had you guys, I had John and Steve rank one through 10, um, and they give me some extras. Okay, so we, Steve, I think you gave me 15, John, you gave me like 12, I did 11. Mm-hmm. So how I ranked them was kind of, I use the golf score. Okay. So if we ranked it a number one movie, you got a one and then a two. So I have everybody's rankings here. Anybody that went over, over 10. Okay. Everything. If you didn't have it on your list, it got a, an 11. If it was a, you know, uh, an honorable mention on your list, it automatically got 11. Okay. Cause we actually had a few in here and I'll give the scores, but. Coming in at number 10, we had Brightside Home Theater had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And John had, and that's had a score of 29. Uh, John had it at ranked eighth. Steve didn't have it ranked. I missed that. Damn it. I know. But that's what's really (laughs) cool about this is there were so many great movies that we all like forgot movies and stuff. I had it ranked 10th out of my top 10 okay so that gave an aggregate score of 29 uh here that's came in at 10 here are the ones that all came in behind that sonic the hedgehog 2 edge of tomorrow last night in soho lawrence of arabia raging fire and ghostbusters afterlife all came in below that those were all what we ended up as honorable mentions there are a few more in there too because we were but they didn't even rank as as high as those ones did. Number 9, Thor: Love and Thunder came out September 27th, aggregate score of 27, 2 points higher than Multiverse of Madness. Uh John had it at number 7, Steve again didn't have it ranked. <laughs> <laughs> I had it at number 9. <laughs> All right. Number 8. Three points higher than Thor Love and Thunder was Pulp Fiction. An aggregate score of 24. John didn't have it ranked. Steve had it at number eight. (laughs) And I had it at number five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. That was Pulp Fiction. Jurassic World Dominion. Here we get into our first tie, but this one, because of the math, this is where it's going to get interesting. Uh, it has an aggregate score of 17. It ranked number 7. Uh, John had it at number 3. I, uh, Steve had it at number 6. I had it at number 8. Okay? Hmm. Tied with the same aggregate score of 17 was Dune. But John had it at number 2. Steve didn't even have it on his list mm. and I had it at number four. Now, when I did all of this in Excel, these are the orders that it gave. And I actually kind of agree with these orders. What do you guys think? Uh, because we have another tie coming up in a minute too. Well, obviously
3: I had it at two in Dominion at three. So I right. think Dune is a little bit higher,
2: right? But- Right. Yeah, I did. I agonised about whether to put Dune in or not, but I've only seen it once, and I I will watch it. I didn't didn't dislike it, but it it needs more rewatching for me before yeah. I can before I can say that's a must have film. I mean, the home theatre experience is is clear, but yeah. it's just the just just with the other ones on the list, just edged it out for me. But it's still a great disc. There's yeah. no getting away from that.
1: But see what I, what I thought was, I, I think it's a fantastic disc and that's what I had it mm-hmm. four. Um, but what I thought was interesting is when I, when I hit sort in Excel, it actually moved this one above Jurassic world dominion, but Jurassic mm-hmm. world dominion has a scores of three, six and eight, which are fairly more consistent than two 11 and 12. Right. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Two 11 and four. So it's, they have the same aggregate score, but I liked the idea that it even moved because Dune had the higher overall score of a two than the other one. So that kind of, it it just did it on its own. I didn't readjust these at all. So I, I kind of, I kind Mm -hmm. of agree with it. So, um, but the next one stands all by itself at number five with an aggregate score of 16, um, Spider-Man, no way home. With scores of going across John had a five, Steve had it at five, and I had it at six. Amazing. So now we get another. Yeah, exactly. Now we get another tie. So ambulance and the Northmen are tied with aggregate scores of fifteen. The Northmen won the Brit tiebreaker because it Steve ranked it number one. So that pushed it up above. Uh, Ambulance came across at four for John, four for Steve, and number seven for myself. The Northman, John didn't have on his list. Steve had a number one, and I had it at number three. So the Northman kind of ranked out, but because of the number one score. That's why it moved it up there. But, uh, clearly ambulance was very popular with us where it's pretty consistent across the board. Uh, all right. What do you think? Number two is. The Maverick's gotta be one, It's gotta be Maverick right. one. So two is the Batman. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, aggregate score of 11 jumped up four more points over the Northman and ambulance. Okay, aggregate score of 11. John had the Batman at 6. Steve had it at 3. I had it at 2. Okay. Uh, drum roll for the number one. <laughs> <laughs> With a score Home Alone. of 3?
2: <laughs> 4. 4. Oh. home alone yeah uh this, john. John, we, no, we, should we should have, have colluded on this john we should have home alone on, why did we not put home alone as number one because
1: <laughs> i don't think it came out this year for one just just um, to screw with no 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 but
2: as a it, it is I know. It,
1: just to screw with dj's numbers no yep <laughs> I'm doing the number. I wouldn't have erased it. I got an eraser, uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, which I thought that's what I, I, I thought these scores, it actually worked out. You see some good numbers here, uh, and trends and John and I both had it at number one. Steve had it at number two for an aggregate score of four. And it's, it's like not even close. I mean, the Batman comes in second and that's at 11. Right. So that's, you know, seven scores, seven points away. Everything after that, it's like the Batman had 11 and the Northman's at 15 ambulance at 15 Spider-Man, no way home sixteen. It's all pretty close all the way down, but clearly top gun Maverick was like, it's just hands down. We, we both, we all had it number one or two. It would have been, you know, like John said, what three, what's the difference? But mm. so there it is. Well, I, I would have put it at number one, but I just didn't wanted to, you know, have a bit of variety.
3: Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I didn't see like uh, I didn't get to the Northman, which I wanted to, and it probably would have yeah. had that. I, again, I didn't love the movie, but Still from what I've list. heard from both of you, the home theater experience would have yeah. probably put it there
1: um, somewhere. So. But I think it, I think it's a great list. I mean, those are mm-hmm. all literally must own, right? Mm-hmm. As a home theater fan, I I I, I stand by that list absolutely one hundred percent. Um, there, and there's other ones on there that, that, that didn't make the list. Morbius, I consider a must own, you know? I mean, that's a movie Mm. that as a home theater experience, that's, that's absolutely a must own. Um, last night in Soho, um, we, we've had that down. Um, Steve had that ranked as number nine, but Mm. John and I had it. I had it, I believe as an, uh, an alternative, uh, or as a, uh, what what do you call it? Uh um, honorable, honorable mention, honorable mention. Yeah. uh, John didn't have it on his list, but we had Lawrence of Arabia. John had it at number 10, Steve and I didn't have it on the list, but at the same time, I'm like, how is this not there? But then when you see the list play out, you're like, can't argue with it. I mean, they're well, all must owns. But <laughs> And again, I, I joked, but I'm not
3: joking as well. Like I, I only started picking discs up again, like two months ago. Right. And so these are just what I was able to watch this year. If I had been watching all of these movies all throughout the year, you know, Last Night in Soho probably would have been on my list. The North, you know, yeah. my list might have been different. You know, Uncharted wouldn't have made my list at all. But I right. watched you it. You had that in there. So, uh, you yeah. know, I had to put it on there because I needed 10, 10 movies. Yeah. So um,
1: Ghostbusters Afterlife. I had right, that which was my was number great. 11. That's a fantastic right. disc. They're all mm. great discs. Right. So... Let me read them down quick and then we're going to get to one thing before Steve's got to go. But uh, number 10, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Number nine, Thor Love and Thunder. Number eight, Pulp Fiction. Number seven, Jurassic World Dominion. Number six, Dune. Number five, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number four, Ambulance. Number three, The Northman. Number two, The Batman. And number one, with with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Top Gun Maverick. I mean, there wasn't any doubt. Uh, so there it is. The must have the must have discs of 2022. All right, all right. Let's get to quickly. We'll have our the gray discussion before we let yeah. Steve go uh, because we're getting close to that time. We've got actually we're at that time. We're so <laughs> we <we've> got, <laughs> yeah, got a
2: couple of minutes, guys. We'll give you yeah. five minutes or so, and then yeah. I'll, I'll have um, to
1: go, guys. Yeah. All right. Um
3: john well yeah i mean steve already knows how i felt about it i think you're the one we're waiting on but i i love this movie um rented it on itunes uh didn't had never seen it before uh so it was itunes hd 5.1 it's not available in 4k i don't think anywhere it's just blu-ray right um yeah liam neeson um I I thought for again for an iTunes rental, I thought the home theater experience was surprisingly good. Um, The landscape of the frozen tundra or whatever you want to call it looked fantastic. Um, You know, it really looked great. I thought the sound uh, again up mixed to Noralex, so it's kind of faux Dolby Atmos, anyways. But it sounded really good. You had all those sounds of the the woods, the animals, the wolves um yeah and um not a happy movie i think is what i said to steve (laughs) after i watched it um it's a tough watch but really really uh uh, interesting like i really enjoyed it um yeah thumbs up for me so i
1: thought the the picture was grainy compared to To today's standards, but I thought the contrast was really nice. Like you said, it's like, there's a lot of detail there. Even in, I mean, you got the snowy, when it's snowing, that the grain actually worked there. Um, but the, the nighttime scenes, the, the, um, the wolves eyes and stuff. it, It was just so much detail. It was really, really good. Um, the, and the sound I thought was incredibly deep. I watched it on Kaleidoscape. So it, right. it is a disc, uh, which you have the disc, right? Steve, the HD yeah, yeah, with the, the DTS master yeah. audio five, 1. 5.1. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. So detailed, mm-hmm. very deep, very distinct, really, really good. Uh, and that at the 14 minute mark, that plane crash, that's not a spoiler. It's in the thing, the plane crashes, um, right. insane. It's like, yeah. I, I was, mm. I had, a, there were times I had to look away. I mean, you it, the, mm. the wind whipping around the room, the details you're seeing on the screen, the graphic nature of that, it's scary as hell. But I, I thought the mm. sound really pulled you into that too. Like you felt like your room was crashing. Um, mm. and I had a quote that I absolutely loved. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's good that it hurts. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm effing <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i thought yeah, that was, was great well <laughs> and, so, it's so good and i, I thought so good. you
3: know for for a quote-unquote action movie because that's what this is it at it, its mm. core but it was pretty surprisingly deep i thought too like there were moments in there like uh, you know again i don't want to get into too many spoils but it is an older movie you know when when the first guy on the plane is, is dying and liam neeson is sitting over him and mm. trying to you know, ease him through that process. That was pretty poignant. Like it was pretty Ugh, deep for yeah. for a Liam Neeson movie. You just don't kind of expect it to go there. Um, and I thought it was
1: a really, really nicely uh, done scene. So um, there was some good stuff here. The movie was nicely done, and like Steve said when he recommended it, he goes, it, "It's not a Liam Neeson movie that you would right, expect." Right? It's not. By the end of the movie, the entire movie, you're like, "I didn't think it was going that way." And it's, right. I mean, it's a tough watch. But it's mm. it's good. It, it's I mean, I would say clearly yeah, not a I mean, true story. You,
2: but <laughs> no, and if but if you think about it, also unusually for Liam Neeson films, is that every decision he makes is wrong. Pretty much everything he he gets them yeah. to do makes things right. worse, not better. And so, actually, for a you know, for, he, he's not suggested that he's a survival expert. Right? Um, it's, he's a he's a hunter. Um, but right, he, yeah. If you think about it, you know, you're in a plane crash. You're supposed to stay with the plane, right? That's Frank thing, Grillo had the right idea, right? Yeah. And you know, moves them to the trees, and on the way, right. you know, all, every decision he makes actually makes things worse um, right. and draws him closer to the conflict, which of course is never actually resolved. Um, right. But uh, but yes, it's it, it's 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 a it's a film with texture, isn't it? You can almost feel the dirt under the fingernails of the film. Yeah. And the, you know, and it feels cold. You can see how much. You know the, the, the coldness on the breath isn't some CGI. They, you know, the the, the the being able to see their breath, they went through that. Yeah, and right. uh, yeah, it, it just looks like a really rugged, tough film. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's such a good film, and I'm so glad you guys have been able to discover it. I mean, I was amazed yeah. neither of you had seen it. But I you know, mean too, I actually, I'd never even yeah. heard of it. So yeah, it's a really really good movie. But um, oh good, well I'm glad you enjoyed it. At least now finally i recommended a film you liked <laughs> there right. you go um, <laughs> now you can go to that, bed and, and sleep pleasant and dreams <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay guys well i yeah i have got to go though guys because uh right. yeah we're pushing yeah. it time-wise okay um steve thank you, morning, so merry merry guys, thank you very much
1: merry christmas to you happy holidays yeah, merry happy- christmas
2: yeah have a great time guys and uh yeah enjoy and uh no getting into too many you know drunken fights as a result of uh, too <laughs> much sort of uh eggnog or anything else we'll try uh, not to f- it's a long no way to, fly to have to represent you so uh, you know, <laughs> don't
1: do let's it. just do it virtually i got him right here your honor <laughs> he's right on my phone <laughs> on the bench <laughs> right. on the bench <laughs> it's fine all Okay, right. guys all right happy I'll talk holidays to you Steve. Guys. thanks buddy
2: we'll do. cheers yep. guys bye-bye bye
1: all right uh let's see moving you over to there there we go look at that on the fly adjusting yeah as we go, all right. Well, that's sad. It's not, it's kind of quiet here now. I know. Isn't it weird? It's
0: like a, yeah,
3: we're back to it used our to roots. just be us. It yeah, used I know. To just be us. Oh man, sad. Now it feels weird. I miss my British
1: buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so John, how you been? Good. <laughs> the show. Steve just disappears, and the show goes flat. <laughs> yep. it's like whoops. <laughs> okay, all right all right, um, so we got some stuff to talk about though we got yeah, um, we do. um let's see i've got I've only got a few I've been pretty busy, but uh why don't you start yeah. off
3: with so let me go down uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go down my next uh so i have willow um disney plus um at this point there's uh episodes one through three mm-hmm. uh and i've I've watched all three of them. Uh, this is 4K Dolby Vision Dolby Atmos. Um, if you're not familiar, I, I mean, I'm not sure who isn't. You know, this is a yeah sequel to the to the movie, which um, I had actually just watched this past year. I had never seen it, but I watched it in anticipation of this show because I knew it was coming out. Mm. Um, have you watched any of this? No, show I was yet?
1: waiting to hear what you thought of it.
3: Yeah, so far I'm really liking it. You know, it's in a lot of ways it's your standard fantasy fair. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You've got the 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 um the group that's assembled that has to go out on a mission. You know, and you've got your fighter guy and your your wizard guy and yeah. all of that. Um, but you know, if you remember from the movie, um, you know, it kind of focused around the baby Laura Dannon, and you know she was uh, prophesied to be the savior um, of this land. And, you know, now this is 20 or so years later, she's grown, but has been in height, like they have hidden her um, to the point where even she doesn't know she's a Laura Dannon, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, um, you know, there's obviously there's need for her now to be uh, revealed because things have gone badly and um, they're on their quest and um that, yeah you know, that's kind of where we are through three episodes you know again we haven't had the full story reveal but um story wise i'm enjoying it a lot um again ht wise it's got some pretty good atmos effects hdr it looks really nice um so it's it's pretty good in that regard as well so i uh, definitely recommend um especially if you've you know been a fan of the movie or mm. even like me had really just seen the movie yeah. <laughs> it's it's worthwhile um no no um return of vel kilmer at this point um i guess according to the producers they wanted him to be involved in season one but due to his health and covid you know when this thing was being filmed they weren't able to but i guess if it goes to a season two um they oh. do want to try to Bring his character back in. Um, so he's mentioned, you know, th- a few times throughout the oh, season, cool. but he he's not going to be present. Uh, but everybody else is back. You know, um, uh, Joanne Wally is back. Um, you know, and of course, um, I'm blanking on his name now, but Willow, you know, is is back. Um most of the rest of them are new characters, but um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to see him in the future season. Cool. So cool. yeah,
1: and I love the. I, I wanted to comment on... I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it or not. I wanted to see what your thoughts on it were. Um, but I do like the idea where they're dropping weekly. Because right. if this had dropped all at once... Which you probably Netflix, wouldn't watch it. Yeah, because sometimes it just it's too daunting. And it's like, I've got so much other stuff to do. But once a week, and it's like, I can catch up pretty quickly. And then right. you have that to look forward to. And I actually... That is turning out to be my... Preferred. We're, I mean, for years on, on chat, you and I used to, you hated The Weekly. You wanted the binge, and we went back to I, I forth. I did, but I'm
3: starting to enjoy it myself. Although, as we'll get to on my next one, you know, I binged a whole season of, of that show as well. Yeah. So. Um, it, I I can take it either way, but, uh, um, yeah. I don't mind the, I don't mind the one hour a week thing too, because like you, like I'm starting to have things pile up and I can't always get through a whole season and I want to watch more movies. Like I actually right. want to watch more of these discs that I've been buying, but I never have time <laughs> to get to them because right. I'm just watching season after season yeah. of these shows that I like. But it actually hinders me from just being able to throw a movie on yeah. sometimes and just watch the movie. So I
1: know. Um, and so. and to be fair to the listen to like everybody, like this is how we've always been. Like right. before we had this <laughs> podcast, you and I. This is what we did. This is right. what we, it's like. Oh, we want to do that. I want to do that. Oh, we got so much content to watch, and it's yeah. like
3: I know it sounds like I'm like I can obviously stop and watch a movie yeah. if I want to, but I kind of am like. I'm not like you in the sense right. that I can have a, three or four irons in the fire. Once I start down a season of a show, if it's available, I just need to get through it. Like right. I, I feel like I can't stop and throw a movie on in the middle. I have to just go through it and watch it. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't have the discipline to 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 do that. But
1: right. Um. No, I, but I think that's what's, I mean, you bust on me all the time. Like DJ, if you stop watching star Wars for the millionth time, maybe (laughs) you at this point, or Maverick or, (laughs) but I love watching stuff over and over. I love pulling out new things on each time and it's, you know, and that's, but you love grabbing new stuff. You love watching all this new content. And I mean, I'll, we'll talk about more. I'll be like, Oh, have you seen this? And be like, I haven't seen that in 20 years. (laughs) Like, really? I've seen it 20 (laughs) times this week. You know, exactly. and that's, you know, that's, I, I think we're a great example of that's just the way it is. Like we're all different, you know, that's why I love having the three of us now on the podcast. We all have different ways of doing this stuff. So.
3: And there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. You no, know? no. Well, <laughs> so. there is, but that's not for this podcast. Right? So. <laughs> I, I eat it
1: from the inside out. And that's, right. that's problematic. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um. I will go next. Um, Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah, man, it. This is a better home theater experience than Lethal Weapon One. But right. I and found these are just Blu-ray, right? Yeah, it's just Blu-ray. Yeah, HD well, standard uh, HD five one. Yeah. yeah, and but <laughs> I, I found this less green, less. This is closer to what you would expect out of a four K watching you know what i mean like you, you you're watching the lethal weapon 2 disc and you're you're thinking okay a 4k upgrade would be nice but i don't really need it watching right. lethal weapon you're like i need the 4k this is i mean right. like i said last week i don't know if you heard i'm like i, I did yeah they were I like heard. like i could see dirt <laughs> in the film you know i was like this is awful like speckles on the screen i'm like this really needs to be remastered lethal right. weapon 2 much, much better presentation, audio-wise, video-wise, fantastic. Um, The opening scene, I don't know if you remember this movie. It's probably been 20 years since you've seen it. It's um, been a while. <laughs> yeah. So they they come right in on the chase scene, and you've got, right, uh, you know. The you, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, woo! And he's like screaming. I mean, it is loud right from Jump Street. It's awesome. But the acting, like Mel Gibson, uh, uh, he's just so over the top. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) when he calls every, I've never noticed it like this before. And I've seen this movie probably dozens of times. I don't know if it's because I'm just getting more critical because I'm watching more stuff with you guys. And I'm like, but when he's like, Hey everybody, you know, when he calls all the guys around to tell him about the daughter having the commercial, you're like, this feels like it was like, I, the only thing missing was the Action! <laughs> right. like, I'm like it felt like a stage scene. It just felt yeah. weird, but that's not what this movie's about. It's just so much fun. And honestly, I'd forgotten um what's his name was in this one for some reason. When I turned it on, mm. I expected that cool. to be the third one. Um, oh Pesci, Pesci, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I like I said, I've seen this dozens of times, but yeah. I just expected like a repeat of two of one. And then they bring Pesci in on three, and then they bring in, what is it, Chris Rock, and then Chris whatever, Rock, yeah. they all come on. Rene but, Russo. Yeah, Rene Russo. I love the series, but yeah, Pesci is, oh my God. he's Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's actually, fantastic. we actually
3: just watched all four of these, I think last year yeah. around this time. Lydia and I pulled them out during our Christmas break and watched them. So I have it's seen so them good. fairly recently. Um, but um, yeah, they're they're great movies, but they definitely need a... You know, they could use some 4K transfers. Yeah, they
1: could <laughs> yeah. use some love. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, next one for you. I'm actually looking so, forward to this, too. Yeah, next one is uh, Warrior Nun
3: Season 2. This was on Netflix. Uh, again, 4K, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, you did watch Season 1, right? Oh, yeah. I, I th- Yeah, we remember. And I remember I'm looking forward to this it. one. Yeah. I just
1: haven't started it yet.
3: Yeah, and so I, and I put this one off a couple of times. I really was waiting for it. And I was looking forward to watching it, but I kept getting sidetracked with other stuff. Um, So I finally sat down and and went through this. Um, This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, Again, um, really, really good HDR. I mean, this looked fantastic. Netflix just keeps knocking it out of the park with these things. Um, The Atmos track was good. I'm not going to say great. Uh, Wasn't as good as Stranger Things, and I don't think it was as good as Wednesday um, that I just... Uh, talked about a couple weeks ago. But still very, you know, I, I don't want it to sound demeaning, but very serviceable. You know, like it was a good Atmos track. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't anything We're just getting so much good special. stuff now. I know, and we're starting to get...
1: Spoiled? A little too picky, I think, yeah.
0: That's
3: not a um, bad thing.
1: No, that's how they get better. Right? Well, right. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to listen to us, and then they're going to well, take just, it for
3: I, season three.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think they'll listen to us in particular, but we are kind right. of like... it's. We're not the only ones that think this.
3: <laughs> no, um, but yeah, you know, story picks up where season one left off and it had been about two and a half years since season one. I didn't realize it was that long. yeah. So I had to really get back into this. Like I was kind of didn't remember the story all that well. And it took me a while to sink back into it. Um, but you do after an episode or two. And yeah, a lot of fun. Um, if you liked season one, you'll definitely enjoy season two. Um, it, it was really good. And um, pretty good, like I said, pretty good home theater experience. So um, definitely
1: recommend that. Cool. All right. Uh, Next up for me, uh, revisit. I couldn't help it. I I think I did this one last year on the show, Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, what was that from ninety two, ninety three? I forget off the top of my head. I uh, yeah, don't. Um, but the last time I did it, I did. I was watching the disc and now i watched it on kaleidoscape and it is it's still spectacular i highly recommend this disc it's a great it it, it actually should be as a home theater fan why not make it a december tradition because it it, it does take place at christmas um and the inky inky blacks of you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's costume. It just, it's that, that late, it's the shine. And I'm not just trying to glorify her in that costume, which is spectacular, but (laughs) it's that, it's that it's the shine. It's that it, it just screams um, HDR and it, and then the stitching on it. And and in a gross way, the HDR enhances Danny DeVito as well. The, when he's eating that fish. Oh my God. You're just like, really? I can't watch the screen. Like you can see like the clarity of the juices coming out, the drool or whatever coming out of his mouth. It's, I mean, ah, it, but the detail in this movie and it's, it's spectacular. It is absolutely. Right. I mean, if it had just come out this year, it would have made my top 10. Um, yeah. but it's been out this for a is while. One I definitely haven't seen in a while. So definitely uh, revisit that this year. Yeah. It's it, it as a 4k disc and the Atmos is, Spectacular. Um, I believe if I remember right, this is the one where there, you can hear, he throws a guy off the edge and right. it's the, uh, it's the, um uh, Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. It's like, <laughs> I noted it in last year's podcast, but it's like, but it, you can hear it and it goes down. The, I, I believe he throws them to the right side of your room. If, and it's like, you can hear it go down on that side of your room too. Mm. Really, really cool. Um, but yeah highly recommend that if if that that's a me if you don't already own this as a home theater fan it's definitely revisit it grab it and revisit it every december because it's it's worth it such a great movie it's i'm starting to like it better than the original batman the 89 really? yeah i just think it it's more dynamic i mean i might like
3: it better too actually as a movie because um i like um i mean jack nicholson was great don't get me wrong But I liked the Catwoman-Penguin dynamic a little bit more than the Joker dynamic of the first one.
1: And I might have seen Batman 89 way too many times, so that could be it too, whereas (laughs) this one, Batman Returns, I didn't see as many, but the more I revisited it, I'm like, why? (laughs) Why haven't I seen it? (laughs) So, um, but yeah. All right. Uh, Next up. Okay, so this
3: begins my post-mini DSP. Um ooh list you know i everything else I had kind of watched those were all actually from last week um yeah. this week starts with um edge of tomorrow, so that was the first disc I put in. We finished calibrating the d s p at about eight o'clock on Thursday night. I had time for one movie. I was like, what's it gonna be like what's the first movie I'm gonna put in and um well, I hadn't watched Wars? edge of tomorrow. It wasn't Star Wars because I didn't think it would really show off the the subs that well with the mini dsp i mean it probably the would clarity have, of the
1: drums at the beginning though. right but
3: i got that Ugh. a lot with the adding the amp i wasn't True. sure that the mini dsp was going to do as much more for that movie and you know everybody talks about the you know the bass drop at the beginning of edge of tomorrow so i wanted something that was going to just show up right away and uh it definitely does you know and like i said for me now i didn't watch this prior to installing the the DSP which I want I wanted to try to just so I could see the before and after. Yeah. Um so I don't know that it's like you know that it's markedly better but I'm I really believe that it is yeah. because I wouldn't have gotten that kind of feel before I had I had the the tuning done. Um and yeah that that base, that bass at the beginning was insane and then yeah this is just this is a, obviously it's a reference movie. Um, I think I'm the only one that had it on the top 10 uh, for this year, yeah. but I think it's definitely a top 10 disc for this year. Like, this was a great movie, and it's just a good movie. Now, again, I have, I had seen this, but one time a long time ago, so it was kind of like watching a really? new movie okay. for me. Yeah, yeah. this is not one that I've seen a bunch of times. Um, so I just really enjoyed the hell out of this. Like, um, I thought it was... Well, she's uh, spectacular. It's like, Yeah, it, it, she... She's great, but he's great too. Like, oh yeah, you know, I like a lot of Tom Cruise movies, but I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan in general. Um, but I thought he was great in this movie. Um, and uh, Bill Pullman was it? Bill Pullman. Uh, who's the who's his uh, captain there? Paxton or
1: Pullman? Bill- oh, Paxton. Yeah. I- one Jackson or the other, movie. yeah. Now yeah, I'm one of the bills too, yeah, yeah. One
3: of the bills, but he was great. Um, but yeah, nobody that listens to this isn't familiar with this movie. Everybody knows, right? Right. But it for me, it was like a great experience because of the the calibration and all that. I thought it was uh, unbelievable. So um, if you don't own it, definitely um, you need yeah. to own it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Lots of uh, the the horn, the um, loudspeakers when he first right. lands there, and you can hear. Yeah. They, it sounds like they're over your head it's just right. like in your room it's yeah and it's this awesome. was one again the one of the first whatever, ones the airships
3: and, oh. yeah where i was really hearing the sur- the sur- side surrounds coming to life um y- you know and um yeah it was great and um oh i was something just i was gonna say something and it just went right out of my head so i can't remember what it was but um <laughs> just like those yeah. sounds <laughs> i know <laughs> um but yeah, fit. oh, what I was going to say is um, with none of these movies, I I didn't take notes on any of them. I was really just trying to engulf myself in the experience right. of, of them and try to see what I could, trying to see what I could hear, <laughs> Yeah. you know, oh, with, no, the, I with, know. The, with the tuning. So I don't have notes specifically, but there's so many scenes in, in these movies that could be right. you know, reference, reference scenes.
1: So, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I did that movie. I think I broke that one down. Oh, you probably if I, did. If I remember. Yeah. Uh, all right. My next one. DreamWorks uh, Rise of the Guardians from 2012 in uh, HD, you know, 1080p. Right. But it was in Dolby True HD 7.1 on the Kaleidoscape. So that was, that was interesting. Most of this stuff is DTS uh, right. Master Audio 5.1. This yeah, I've never seen this movie, but... It's pretty good for a holiday movie. It's it's not really about Christmas, but it yeah, involves. Were you guys
3: talking about this last week? Was Steve talking about this last week? Uh, or somebody me, was talking? Maybe somebody, it was a different show. Maybe that's why I
1: brought it up. Yeah, basically they're all the <laughs> oh, it's like the no, Easter it was Bunny Ralph. and Ralph. Oh, Ralph. Okay, Ralph yeah. mentioned it, and that's what that's okay. what it was. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, But I I bought it on Kaleidoscape. It was. I think it was like 14 bucks. It's, it would have been eight, ninety nine 99 to rent it. And I'm like, man, eh, okay, just buy yeah, it. Yeah, Might as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good and a great home theater experience. Uh, I wouldn't, and when I say great, I mean like I wouldn't run out and buy it, but if you have kids, this is definitely one that hang out with your kids, put this movie on and you'll, you'll have a great home theater experience and a, a decent, my wife and I watched it together and we both really enjoyed it. Uh, it's part of my attempt to get back at, you know, my youth and, right. um, <laughs> revisit some of these animated movies, you know, it's, uh, right. Chris Pratt's in it. Uh, Hugh Jackman is, you know, with an Australian and he plays the Easter bunny. Right. Um, or kangaroo, <laughs> which is in the trailer. Easter That's kangaroo. pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah. He's <laughs> like a kangaroo. Hey, what? Um, but yeah, no, it's really good. Um, good story. Uh, great, great for kids. So. Um, and it, like I said, it's not really a holiday movie. I, they don't even call him Santa Claus. They call him Mr. North. Uh, so I don't oh, know really? if there's some kind of licensing thing. Maybe so. Maybe they Bowl. couldn't get
3: the Santa Claus, the Santa yeah. Claus corporation. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't, uh, give but, up uh, the name. but Santa, it's a, a little bit darker version. Santa's got, um, tattoos. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It's like, he's got his sleeves pulled up. Right. But he's got tattoo sleeves down to his wrists, which when you see it, you're like, maybe he does. Every time you see right. him, he's in a Santa suit. Yeah. Right? You never know. He could have his whole back done. <laughs> like, right. You know? I mean, for all you know, he's got it all the way up his neck. He's at the, yeah. I mean, he's all covered head to toe. So, but yeah, it was fun, fun movie. So, Very and cool. a fun home theater experience. So. Yeah. All right, next for you. All right,
3: Uh, next up, Uncharted, Um, also 4K disc, uh, Dolby Atmos. Um, This is a movie I had not seen this movie yet, Um, but I bought it, you know, I bought the disc anyway because it was on sale. Um, I guess this is, of of the four that I'm going to talk about, this is probably the weakest in terms of, like, home theater experience. Like, it was fine. Yeah. But it wasn't, it's not like a Top Gun no disc or, or edge of tomorrow it's a fun or anything movie. like that it's a fun movie it's obviously it's national treasure meets indiana jones meets you name
1: it spider-man else. yeah spider-man that opening um, scene you're like it's just spider-man right without the suit <laughs> right. i mean he's moving the exact same
3: way the exact same way uh yeah um mark Wahlberg, obviously tom holland um but yeah super fun movie like it's not one that i'm gonna watch a bunch of times like now that i've seen it it, it was good but i i don't think i'll crack it up. It's, it's like not yeah something i'm gonna watch couple once of a couple years from now you like, oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. tom holland's great anyways yeah he's he's very char- charismatic so is mark Wahlberg. like it's a lot of fun yeah could, you know obviously this is based on a video game franchise so i could see multiple movies being made um You know, the story definitely sets itself up for that. Um, I don't know how it performed, you know, to the point where they might not want to do a sequel, but they left it open for sure. Uh, But this could be a franchise easily that he could be in and and, uh, do multiple movies. Um, But again, great disc, but not, again, I don't think it was super reference quality uh, overall, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's a fun movie. It's a fun disc. Right. It's just not a lot of... not. I mean, with all the content we have and all the great content we have, the next two you right. have on your list are... Why don't you do the next one? Yeah. Two? All right,
3: so the next one, um, obviously it came in at number two on our list, uh, was The Batman. Um, 4K disc. Again, Dolby Atmos. Once again, I hadn't seen this since the theater. Um, I tried to watch the HBO Max stream when it first dropped and it was horrible. I I really couldn't do it. It was just an inky black mess. Um, The disc obviously is much better. (laughs) You know, this is reference disc from start to finish, Uh, even on my projector, which I still feel like could be calibrated better. This was fantastic. Like, you know, the blacks were very discernible. Um, You know, it wasn't just a big wash of black. Right. You could definitely see the detail there uh the sound is is incredible um so many reference scenes here that batmobile again, the bass. yeah when that batmobile fired up i mean that bass. that's what i was mentioning earlier like it crawled right up my seat like you know across <laughs> the floor up the couch right up you know oh, and that's what i was missing like i, I, I just wasn't getting that and um you know, I feel like I finally was getting it here. You know, gunfire felt like gunfire. You know, um, this is, you know, once again, I'll say nobody here listening hasn't bought this disc or right. watched this disc yet. But so I'm not telling I didn't invent the wheel, but this was just such a great experience. Like yeah. it was
1: really, really incredible. Um, it really is what home theater is yeah. all about. It really, it I mean, that's one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, right. it's, it is so close for me between that and Maverick because for completely, they're just completely opposite movies. Right. Right. And, and what's weird to me is like the Batman is like that it's a comic book character that they made right. into a movie, but it, what Matt Reeves did is like, it's just such a, the, the movie itself is so artistically done. Right. Like it's a real cinema piece, right? right? Because the the cinematography, the the way they use the HDR in this, the darkness of it, and like, like you said, it's like it's not all washed. Uh, you streamed it, right? You did. I, well, like yes, I, like I said, I, st- I
3: tried to start watching the HBO Max stream when it dropped. You know, way back the yeah. day it dropped. Yeah, and I couldn't. I just couldn't get through it. I got to that scene where he's kind of stepping out of the shadows for the first time on the platform, and you just couldn't see anything. It was just his face and then nothing else. It's just black. And um, having seen it in the movies prior to that, I knew there was more detail there. Right, Uh, right. It just wasn't coming through on that stream. Um, But the disc doesn't have any of those problems. And like I said, I I think even with a a good calibration, I would have even gotten more out of it. So, um, at some point when that, uh, you know, when the enhanced black update shows up on the projector and Dolby vision and all that, I will definitely pull this movie back out again, at least for a few scenes and see, you know, some of those kind of improvement scenes is there.
1: Yeah. But, some of those scenes on the, um, on, you know, the high rises with Catwoman, they're like right, right out of the books, right out of the comics. Like, you oh, felt yeah. like those yeah. are panels and it's just so well shot and uh so much detail and yeah i still have, books, you know i, I mean. still
3: i still have some of my issues with the movie itself mm. like that hasn't changed but home theater wise like it's hard to beat this movie yeah. um it it's just a great
1: experience so yeah uh all right speaking of great experiences uh house of the dragon on Kaleidoscape wife and i are revisiting yeah. that um so much it, just like you said about hbo max and it's like it's Night and day. I mean, pun intended, not intended with this one, but. Yeah. I can't wait to own this one. Oh, it's, it's amazing. And I mean, they're getting so close with streaming, but they're just not there. And there is a difference. And it's, this one here is, is worth it. If you're, if you're a fan of the, the series, if you're a fan of, you know, the Game of Thrones and everything that led up to the, or, you know came before well, actually this. this yeah this, this comes leads before, up to that, actually now but, yeah <laughs> yeah but it's just <laughs> but, like i mean it's it's kind of be a must own uh as a matter of fact today as we're recording this um seasons two three four and five just dropped on kaleidoscape of game of thrones in 4k in 4k yeah they finally got it in so 4K. you're up to
3: one through five now i own one um, yeah i bought they'll one probably drop five. yeah, yeah probably seven, drop eight,
1: eight eight nine, seven and eight, eight later, later eight so six seven yeah. and eight later um yeah. But yeah, it's like I'm not even through one. I think that's one of the things Jen and I might right. Do on but I say, by the time you
3: get to six, it'll be there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> as know? matter I bought them and then deleted them. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. put them on my hard drive. I don't have the space. So right. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, House of the Dragon highly recommend that. That's again, that's coming out on Tuesday, and I I right. can't recommend it enough. Uh, as a home theater experience. Um, If you've seen the series, John, um, John, Steve hasn't, but there's some scenes there in the later episodes um, that are really dark that are, uh, Oh yeah. They are, they are HDR juggernauts and they're just so much fun because they're what that that's, what's pushing all of this. That's what's pushing the processor talk, the Lumogen, the mad VR, all of that more. So for me, Exactly. Honestly. No, I know. But I mean, Mad VR jumped on the variable aspect ratio thing, a Maverick. But I think this stuff here and what they're doing, what HBO and what they're doing with putting this out through streaming and really like they're, they're screwing with people. They're not like trying, like Netflix does everything that they can do to put out the best possible product streaming, right? No, right. hbo max is going the opposite like we're gonna make it so that you know streaming isn't as good <laughs> right. because we're gonna produce some content that you just can't even you can barely you see can't see it right. until you get a disc and then when you get the disc we're gonna show you what disc is all about and, and even like, I like love if that. you have
3: even if you have the best system like yeah. you have a you have a Lumigen with a great system calibrated yeah. you know steve's got his oled that's calibrated but if you stream that show no. you still just can't get it it's not a, you, everything's you not there it. it. it's close
1: yeah. and it's getting there
3: but it's just and it's better not than there people that don't have calibrated systems right but it's still not what you're going to get on that physical media yeah you
1: know no so. no not at all not at all and it's i mean but again there are people out there that'll be like there's no difference and Right. Good, good for you. It's like, I mean, that's your, you get to be in that like ignorance is bliss thing, like your system. And right. I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to say, but your system can't pull that out. Enjoy it because it is damn, damn close. And when I right. say there is a difference, it's like, like a 2%, 3% difference. But when you get up into this higher level, that is a big difference. Cause that's hard to achieve to get right. that big of a difference. Right. Um, And, but yeah, for most people, the stream is damn good. It's good HDR. There's good there, but that's, that's the part that I like what HBO is doing. Even if you're just getting this streaming, make sure your TV set, right? Make sure it's, it's as close to it, whether it's calibrated or not, make sure it's as close to what should be there. And if you're not seeing it, trust me, it's not them. They're doing right. this on purpose to point out that your TV is wrong. Right. And it's like, it's, it's like, everybody's like, why would they do this? This is stupid. No, that's like, you know, that's like saying Picasso's painting in oil is wrong. He should be using right. acrylic. What's wrong with that? They've invented this stuff. It dries faster. It's, right. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares? So yeah. Fantastic. 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 Don't get me going on oil versus acrylic. I'll tell you that right right. now. I mean, (laughs) it's kind of like HDR versus SDR. Yeah. All right. um, Let's do your, you want to skip your last one there, the midsummer, and we'll save that for when Steve's around. That's fine,
3: but I still have one more.
1: Yeah, I know. I can't wait. I want to hear this.
3: Okay. It's fantastic. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, then the last one for me, and I'm not going to say this snuck up on me because I had heard about it, obviously, (laughs) from everybody else. But I think this is a movie that snuck up on everybody else when yeah. it first came out, yeah. Because I don't think people were expecting this. Uh, but it's ambulance, um, <laughs> as much as
1: an ambulance can sneak up on somebody. Well, yeah. right. I loved you. You turn a phrase there, but I'm like, it <laughs> snuck up on me—an ambulance. Right. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm
3: saying, though. Like, oh, I, know. I, I I know. I went into it knowing because I had heard everybody else talking about it. Yeah. But I think people in general were taken by surprise. Oh, how yeah. good this was when it came out uh home yeah, theater so wise
1: f- yeah. home theater wise
3: Ugh. 4k disc uh dolby atmos um yeah again reference real ride from start to finish uh-huh. like this this starts at you know 80 miles an hour and never never slows down it's like Right. speed on speed right <laughs> yeah, um, exactly i'm not gonna sit now the, mo- the the plot had some issues <laughs> it well, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the best movie but it was again but it was a lot of fun like i didn't find myself like no. bored or like no. <laughs> not engaged at any point like no. it, nothing took me out of the movie actually until the very very last scene So there was. I finally cracked my head, and I was like, um, "Wasn't he handcuffed a second ago? And now he's walking with his arms around both people." It's like that. That you know. That was my final John moment. But otherwise, um, because this was actually a long movie as well. Yeah, like it was deceptively long, or something like that. Yeah, because I actually had one more movie queued up for Sunday night, but this ran so long that I didn't have time to watch it anymore. Because uh, this was a movie that could have run like eighty minutes and been
1: oh god yeah fine, the but it ran premise. it ran long <laughs> like, yeah, they, but, they, like um, the entire story got dragged out I- within it the did. story like right they could have <laughs> ended this hours ago yeah at least forty five <laughs> like,
3: minutes earlier but it was entertaining to the point yeah. where I, I again I didn't realize it was that long until I looked at my watch and I was like oh man we're not going to be able to watch we we're going to watch Elvis too which is also like two forty or something yeah. I was like I'm not gonna have time to watch Elvis because it's quite it's already eight thirty you know yeah but um but yeah um again I don't know what else to say about it it it's reference quality material all the way through yeah um, it just never stops <laughs> and it's uh, hDr it looks great you know um it sounds fantastic so um gunfire everywhere that just just thunders through
1: the room oh um, yeah. yeah yeah it's there that there's a shootout. there's
3: helicopter scenes like anything you can think of sound effect wise it kind of happens in this movie yeah it's like the kitchen sink of of dolby atmos you well do <laughs> so, you do you
1: have heat in 4k not yet okay i haven't
3: actually picked it up yet
1: after watching ambulance and they have a shootout similar to right. i mean it's a you know go and watch heat and you'll be like Ew the heat, uh, yeah, so... heat is not a good
3: transfer at all no I've it is it is it's, it that,
1: is. it's a different type of movie though it's not yeah. ambulance it's not dis- well it's definitely but
3: the, not but the
1: shootout in heat which we loved at the time it's right. so much different now it's like ambulance is just like this is like what is it jerry bruckheimer did ambulance right so it's right. like i mean oh well, michael, bay. Wasn't michael it bay michael bay i'm sorry michael yeah. bay yeah and um you're like it, that's that's what happens when michael and bay it's does. a michael he, bay movie yeah from right start it's, to finish <laughs> it's amazing in the, the shots the the sirens or oh, the lights in the hd right. I, I mean it's funny um this movie was so good both todd and i todd anderson from av nirvana we both loved this movie so much that we were like we had to jump on and talk about it right so One day back when it first came out, we, we were like just gushing over this movie, how great it looked, how great it sounded. And we had seen it on, on our kaleidoscapes. Wouldn't you know, like we literally finished recording and like an hour later I text them. I go, did you see your update? Kaleidoscape had updated the audio and they're like, and then you get your notes, like what's what's the update? What's, what's in different, it? Right. And they're like, improved sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Right, we already like, thought it was gush we were like, gushing at. How it. did they improve it? But it, it could be anything. It could be like they found a tick or something that they took out that you right. didn't, whatever. I don't know. But I was like, how do they but improve it? But did you watch that? it
3: again right after just to Oh yeah,
1: we watched it again. I, I, I know know, you know did, what right? the difference was, but uh <laughs> right. it it is it is absolutely we had it at the time, this was before Maverick had come out, obviously, but we had it as this would be like the disc of the year because of the home right. theater experience. Um, but then when you're actually sitting down to analyze these things, like like when I had yeah. Ralph on and I talked about Morb- Morbius, I thought it was in the running for disc of the year because of the home theater experience. But then when you sit down at the end of the year and the excitement has worn off and stuff and you right. look at these things and then the story does play into it and like how the rewatchability, which clearly Maverick has, um, right. there, there's a lot more to it. And it's, but it, that's what made this year so much fun though. It's like, there was yeah. such great, great. There was stuff. a lot of good movies this year. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot Fantastic. of good movies.
3: Cause again, more would have made my list if I had just had time to watch them right you know well yeah you
1: You were in the middle of saving and you were trying well that's to the do... whole thing
3: like i didn't i didn't start buying discs until like i said about august or something you yeah know? august september um, and then yeah, you started and buying stacks i started buying and i bought like stacks of discs i bought like a hundred
1: movies Since you didn't then. even list them anymore <laughs> you just sent the pictures to the green room like here's my newest <laughs> yeah because there's two it's i couldn't stacks. type that many yeah, yeah. exactly Um, because I had so many movies
3: that I had not bought because I was saving up for the Kaleidoscape. Um, and like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch them all.
1: I think you Uh, purchased a Kaleidoscape basically.
3: Oh, get (laughs) close. Well, I mean, the plus, most of the discs were on sale. I bought for six to $9 a piece, but, um. I did spend, you know, I've spent $1000 or so on yeah. movies though, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cody got With what I had saved, I was actually not that far off. <laughs> I know. That's funny. So. All
1: right. Uh my last one holiday themed. We'll wrap it up on this. Uh the Santa Clauses Disney Plus HDR. I think it's just 5.1. I I didn't right. I forgot to check if it actually had Atmos or not. Uh it doesn't really play into it. Um, the HDR looks really nice. It looks yeah. fantastic. It's very colorful. Um, I love the movie, the Santa Claus. I saw that in the theater, Tim Allen, the whole thing. Right. I saw all of them, I think in the theater, uh, well two and three, I don't think, I think they went on from there too, but, uh, yeah. this is a series six, I think it's just six. Um, they drop on Wednesdays. Last one drops well, dropped on when, or at least episode six did. Maybe there's a seven, but it's hard to tell. Um, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying yeah. it. My wife and I are really enjoying it. It's another fun one. You can watch with the kids. Um, it's not a home theater experience other than, like I said, the HDR, um, in it, but it's just a nice fun holiday thing. You know, right. that's, that's what I'm enjoying it for. Uh, I love this time of year. I love all this stuff. Um, still going through Hawkeye. So enjoying right. that too. But, um, but yeah, so I, I recommend it. It's, you know, fun story. It's same exact. Uh, it's all the same characters, same people come back, but they're 29. Right. It's literally, they say it all the time. 29 years 29 later. 29 years later. Yeah. yeah. 29 years later since then. So it, it's in, in the, it picks right up, uh, to the point that you found out you remember when in the first one Santa fell off the roof and then, you know, for all intents and purposes, spoilers, but the first one Santa died and Tim Allen took over, but that was the, that we ignored all that part. Well, they kind of lean into that in this series here. Well, I was going to
3: say, and then Mrs. Claus just, Magically well, ceases probably, to exist when
1: he dies. They get into like all when that. When Santa, they oh, get, do into, they get all, into it. Yeah, oh, okay. They, no, they Because yeah, yeah, that was yeah. always the they thing from the first movie. Everything. Yep, they yeah. rogue one to everything. They okay. answer all of that. Because it's it, like, well, what happened to Mrs. Claus? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. it's like I enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, there's a you know suspension of disbelief here, but well, it, yeah. it, it, it's fun. I had a lot of. Fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. That, um we picked it up late and we kind of binged our way up. And then next thing you know, right. you're like, Oh wait, we caught up and we were disappointed. So that's pretty good. That's a good. Start. Yeah. So cool. So that will do it. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's it. Sorry. We missed Steve for the last part, but we'll, we'll get yeah. his list. Uh, can't wait to talk Pul- Pulp Fiction with him. Can't wait to hear about Angel yeah. Heart. Well, by then I'll, I'll have seen it. So Pulp Fiction be too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reservoir Dogs. See that with him. Yeah. Not really looking forward to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Steve has that holiday spirit. <laughs> he does. Oh, actually, I thought Snake Eyes on his list was pretty good for holiday spirit because I used to love getting... Well, actually, I didn't get them. My my brother did the G.I. Joe stuff. The G.I. Joe. He was... Yeah. He's younger. He's four years younger than me, so he right. would get the trucks and the plane. We never got the aircraft carrier. Oh, I, yeah. That thing was huge. The flag the flag yeah yeah Yeah, it's a giant oh yeah it's insane so all right uh let's one more time since it is our first time one more time we'll read down the list the top 10 number 10 dr strange multiverse of madness number nine thor love and thunder number eight pulp fiction even though john hasn't seen it yet still cracked number eight top yeah cracked the top nine uh, seven, Jurassic yeah. world dominion, number six, Dune, uh, number five, Spider-Man, no way home. Number four ambulance, number three, the Northman, number two, the Batman, and number one with a gun, top gun Maverick. Uh, that's your top 10 must own. If you don't have them, put them on your Christmas list. If you don't have any or all, put them on your Christmas list and, and enjoy the holidays with those, uh, fun home theater experiences. Cause they are literally mm-hmm. must own. I'd be surprised how many people listening who don't have any of those. Yeah. I'd, I'd be shocked.
3: Most of them probably have most of these already. All of but, them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause those are ones like almost like you don't even want to wait for a gift. Like, Oh, I'll right. wait till Christmas. Hopefully I get it. No. Yeah. Get out there. No, get I'm those just going to get it. <laughs> yeah. So all right uh that will do it for this year john yeah what a year it's been it has we started over there you're over here we're back i know we got steve we've got got a lot of changes this year Yeah, yeah steve remember steve came on just as like a 10 minute little thing right we were just gonna do a 10 minute thing and then steve and i were recording our things and they weren't 10 minutes no <laughs> <laughs> we could have, we were like and i just tried to get you know make it easy for him i know his schedule was i'm like i just want to get him in and make it easy. you know like a drug dealer, john It's the first right. one's free here we go first taste is free <laughs> first taste free next thing you know he's yeah. on and he's staying up until one o'clock in the morning yeah and you know his clients aren't too happy about it <laughs> i'm sure not less less and
3: less of them are getting off but you know, <laughs> I, know. I think he i think he still gets paid so it's yeah. all good <laughs> oh no
1: oh all right thank you everybody have a great holiday season have a great new year um i will be back um we're gonna be talking i'm sure i'll be i'm always on twitter john's getting my message sometimes on twitter Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) um uh, i think the last week i'll be talking i'm hoping that the schedule works out that i'll be talking with um with nick and uh and, and, you know, hopefully Gary as well, uh, if schedules mm-hmm. permit, but, uh, it's been a great year. Um, think of where we were when we started the year. And I say we, as in the listeners, John and I and Steve and how much this has come, uh, an amazing 2022, amazing year for movies this year. Uh, really looking forward to 2023. What holds for, you know, for the movies, for this podcast, all the great experiences we're going to have. So thank you to everybody. Um, Have a great holiday. And uh, John, what are they going to do? Go push play. That is right. (laughs) Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.